0: P.S. I Love Hoffman is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club
1: related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Iggy Pop! Amen. Hey, man! Let her oh I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat, we crave sustenance. I'm an artist.
0: Hello, my name is Jimmy. do
1: want you have some fun.
2: Fun,
0: fun. Tommy. that's uh, a K-Tank. Whoever she is, I'm going to find her and I'm going to hurt her.
2: I've spent the past three
0: years learning Finnish! <laughs> I'm always home, i cool. This is a process of dehypnotization.
1: Shut, 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 shut up!
0: Hey, Hoff fans, Brian Rodriguez here. We have some late-breaking news that I just wanted to fill you in on. So, as we know, Philip Seymour Hoffman, his favorite director, the director he worked most with, P.T. Anderson, he has a new movie coming out. And I've been really aware of this new movie because it's supposedly a high school movie. And, of course, I host another show here on the Cage Club Podcast Network High School Slumber Party. Well, (laughs) apparently, this new movie, which doesn't have a title yet, one of the stars is going to be Philip Zimmer Hoffman's son, Cooper Hoffman. So we have a continuation of the Hoffman legacy with someone he loves. Paul Thomas Anderson, someone we all love on PSL Love Hoffman. Next time in two weeks, Kyle and I are going to break this down. Hopefully we'll get more information by then. But it is Labor Day weekend. I didn't want to wake Kyle from his wonderful vacation somewhere, perhaps. But I wanted to just fill you in and let you know this is going on. Check out our Facebook page for any other news that might come of this until then. But if not, you definitely want to listen for our next episode of PS I Love Hoffman because we are going to be talking about this. Not a lot of information yet, but oh my god. Anyway, back to this episode on Almost Famous, the bootleg cut. Hope you enjoy. Hey Hoff fans, welcome to a PS I Still Love Hoffman, our love letter to the remarkable career. Of the late, great Philip Zimmer Hoffman, I'm still Brian Rodriguez.
1: And
2: I'm still Kyle Reinfried.
0: We're always home, we're always uncool, and we're always ready to watch Philip Zimmer Hoffman films again, again. And again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it again twice, because this is the second time we've done it even on the rewatch. But again, 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 I agree with that too.
2: I am excited to talk this movie. The first time we talked about it, it was kind of... A little bit more abbreviated than I think, you know, because it was the whole Facebook Live thing. We're in Chicago. It was, almost, it was just over three years ago that we, we did it.
0: Yeah. Wow. I keep forgetting that it was almost famous we talked about. Yeah. Because <laughs> you wore the... You wore the uh, Detroit well, Shucks. Yeah, Detroit Shucks? That'd be awesome. Sucks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you Detroit know, I like my oysters. But yeah. Look at this guy. Ready Plugging Foodie Films. We just started our Hoffman <laughs> podcast. Relax, Kyle.
2: Lake Michigan? Is that...
0: <laughs> is that oh, Chicago, house? Yes. That, that lake. is Lake Michigan, yes. Okay. That is one of the lakes. I don't know if they have oysters. Chicagoans, let us know. <laughs> or anyone in the Great Lakes region, <laughs> please let us know. But, of course, we're here to talk Almost Famous, sort of. That sounded weird because it was almost in it already, but... I tracked down the Untitled edition? No, this one's called the Bootleg Cut, right? It's the director's cut from Cameron Crowe. Um, it's a 20th anniversary of Almost Famous this year, and what inspired... Me to just discuss it on this podcast today and rewatch it again. Is uh, this Origins podcast I forgot the guy who does it Wow, that's really bad We should have that in our notes Kyle, look it up We'll find it in a little bit But it's a cool podcast That really examined the origins Of a lot of stuff But I think they did a Sex and the City season
2: James Andrew Miller
0: Yes (laughs) He doesn't sound like that But it sounds like a name That would sound like that But uh, yeah, he just explored the origins talks a bit
2: more like this Yeah,
0: honestly That is more accurate (laughs) Yeah, and he has Cameron Crowe. Obviously, he doesn't have Philip and Hoffman, but he has most of the cast.
2: Yeah, Billy Crudup, Kate Hudson, uh, Jimmy
0: Fallon. Your fave.
2: Yeah, Patrick <laughs> Fugit. Is that Fugit? Yeah, they so said it enough on fun. the
0: podcast where I finally got it. Yeah. I said Fugit, I think, on this podcast. <laughs> but Patrick Fugit. Oh, forget about it. So definitely, if you want a lot of information, check this out. But also today. On my other podcast, since you already plugged Foodie Films, High School Slumber Party, Kyle will be there as well discussing Almost Famous, and we'll do it from more of a high school perspective, because yes, it is a high school movie. And Kyle, we'll talk about that a little bit later. (laughs)
2: That sounds like there's going to be some, like, dirty (laughs) (laughs) insinuation. No,
0: no, no. Not in that way, but I don't want to, you know... I want to get into the Hoffman stuff here because we got a lot of new information because of the 20th anniversary about it. And once again, this is the bootleg cut. It's very hard to find. So if you can't watch along with us, totally get it. But if you happen to have it, we'll still count you in. Yeah. Anything else you want to say, Kyle? before we
2: start? Uh, it's got some French stuff on the front of the case. <laughs> this is
0: a Canadian copy, so that's Canadian why. copy. But All I think right. it's the same.
2: And this is Cameron Crowe's True
0: Vision. It was originally titled Untitled.
2: After the fourth Zeppelin album. But yeah. We'll get into it. This is all stuff we yeah. learned via <laughs> Origins.
0: And there's, again, a lot of great Hoffman stuff, and I can't wait to see it, because this is the first time I've seen this cut. The first time you've seen
2: this cut, Kyle? Correct. First time.
0: Awesome. So About to be the first time. Well, since you have the remote, we are together, but six feet apart. Yes. Still being healthy and safe. All right. Well, not exactly healthy. We ate pizza, but...
2: <laughs> and about to have some beer. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I froze it, like, right when the DreamWorks, you know... Logo started playing, so yeah, oh oh two on this blue. Oh, right? dude, you can wow, you can read that. It's like in the yellow there. It's good. Yeah. I All right, maybe here. you should
0: get your eyes tested, Kyle. No, it's just I don't know. An eye intervention. This whole podcast was. <laughs> <life.
2: laughs> All right, in three, two, one, play. So this isn't a film that
0: Hoffman's in the most at all, but it's such an impactful role, such a great role, and yeah, it's going to be the first thing that we do three times. Again, this is a different edition, so it doesn't, you know what I mean. I'm not going to get into more semantics.
2: Also, the role in which we start our, you know, theme, our opening.
0: Iggy Pop! Amen! Final Films. Is that Cameron Crow's company? I or think so, yeah. Song?
2: Okay, because that would make sense, right? Yeah. And this is an early film of DreamWorks. Oh yeah, that makes right two thousand. Two thousand is it? Yeah, like right around then. It was like this and like Shrek or some of the like, you know bigger earlier stuff. Gotcha.
0: So we're not going to do this the whole time, but I think it pretty much opens the same.
2: Yeah, it opens the same. If you hear someone in the background, that's my girlfriend Danielle about to heat up some pasta. Oh, she's bringing us KitKat for Kat. Give me a break.
0: Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but this again says untitled instead of almost famous.
2: So, yes, so Untitled is the fourth album of Led Zeppelin's, and this is the fourth film, feature film, uh, I'm sorry, you know, that he directed because obviously Fast Time's original, huge Cameron Crowe film, but he wrote that. Wrote the book, wrote the screenplay. So, um, what? A Slug? That's weird. Okay.
0: live podcast. Live podcasting live people. Podcasting people. The, the slug in Kyle's apartment. <laughs> Kyle's going to go handle it and I'll I will narrate. Just it up. Ugh. a lot of pens, a lot of pens. It. <laughs>
2: Why is it here? I touched the slug. I don't
1: know.
0: What a way to begin, guys. What a way to honor the great Philip Zimmer Hoffman. Maybe that uh, that could have been the spirit of Philip Zimmer Hoffman and Kyle just threw it, just it outside. No, he did not kill it, animal rights activists. He just returned it to its natural environment.
2: I did, and there was another slug outside.
0: Oh, you, you had a little...
2: They're gonna mate.
0: A little meat cute there. So pretty, a pretty quiet opening. This is actually Cameron Crowe's hand. You learned that in uh, the Origins podcast.
2: Yeah, pulling a Jim Cameron here with uh, his... You know, he used his hands in Titanic drawing what? Kate Beckinsale. I'm sorry, Kate, Kate, w- Kate like, Winslet. Can I see that? No, I- <laughs> Kate Winslet.
0: No, uh, also, Amel Gibson, who was one of the hands that nailed Christ to the cross in Passion of the Christ.
2: Oh, that's fun for the whole family.
0: One of your favorite films, Kyle.
2: No, never seen it. Never will.
0: We covered a Christ film on your podcast, Foodie Films The
2: Christ, The Last Temptation. It's yes,
0: The Last Temptation of Christ, Last Supper. So we could technically cover that as well.
2: It's true. So I love that there's like kind of like two openings to this movie. We get this handwritten stuff going on, and then we get just the the layout of San Diego in the uh, early 70s, early seventies right? or maybe late sixties we were... when that. Came, oh yeah, right? because seventy three yeah. it takes place. I think. Yeah, so it's yeah probably like sixty eight, sixty nine,
0: the turn of the decade. San Diego.
2: Ah, a whale's vagina. <laughs> Santa in some board shorts, and the great
0: Frances McDormand, who who fascinating on the origins podcast. Everything with her,
2: because like very fascinating. Her, I love the whole like there was kind of like a holy trinity of between her, Billy Crudup, and Philip Seymour and Hoffman. These actors that were stage actors, and they brought that kind of gravitas to their roles, and to it's like it just seemed like everyone. Was just looking after Patrick Fugit, just, like, how, you know, they're looking after him,
0: after William in the movie. For sure, for sure. And we'll definitely talk about that with the Hoffman thing, because there's some key moments I definitely want to discuss. Um, but in regards to just, like, her performance, now we totally see her as, like, a mom character. But at the time, this was, like, she said it was one of her first mom roles.
2: Yeah, where she first considered, like, really playing, like, yeah, mom roles. I guess she I guess she was technically... Uh, she was expecting very pregnant in Fargo. Yeah, so <laughs> depends on your: but play, depends on your definition
0: of when life begins, whether she's a mom she's or not.
2: pretty far along. So here we go, one of your favorite actresses. Zoe
0: De Chanel, one of my faves, still on my five. Um, now she wasn't the original person in the film. No, Well well, I guess that's a weird way to put it, but it was originally Kate Hudson in this role.
2: Yes. Kate Hudson was supposed to play the sister of William, and... Oh, Sarah Pauli is her name, was supposed to be? And yeah. I had, I was like, who is I this do name? not know her. I
0: looked her up, and I'm like, oh my god, there's a lot of indie films here that I've never seen. Oh, I love this. The Simon and Garfunkel record. Yeah. I have that record.
2: An original or a...
0: Uh... Oh, it's definitely not. Oh, it might be. It might be actually that one. I'm not a snob when it comes to original pressings or anything. I just want to listen to it.
2: Enjoy your pasta. Thanks. Watch out for the slugs.
0: I'm going to have this Kit Kat now.
2: Sarah Pauly. I don't know if I know her.
0: I didn't know her. I didn't think I knew her. And then, like, I've seen her face,
2: you know? Mm-hmm. i going to lower this a little bit just because we had bleed through the last time. Maybe when it's quiet, I'll, you know, I'll raise it in one. I'll Good podcast. I'm eating
0: a Kit Kat. so Yeah. No, but you're being the responsible one. I already too. made the give me a break joke, so. <laughs> Fair. Um, but Sarah Pauly said no to the role because, eventually, because she thought it would make her too famous or something along those
2: lines. Yeah, her friends supposedly were like, if you do a big Hollywood movie like this, it's going to like take you away from indie films and...
0: I mean maybe that's true. I don't see Kate <laughs> I mean, Hudson in too many indie films, but no, but at the same time money?
2: it seems like everyone kind of ended up deciding their own paths or at, or also that they this movie didn't end up being a big hit in the sense of you know then everyone wanted to work with every actor in this or or just I don't know, for, you know, didn't make huge careers for anybody
0: yes and no but you look back and it's casted so well oh so incredibly well oh, it's just one of these movies that you talk to everyone
2: have you ever heard someone say almost famous eh or almost famous <laughs> i hate the film well no and that's exactly uh what like cameron crowe was saying on origins was that yeah just like any response he got like maybe not wait, wait, time timeout
0: is this in the original cut no because i'm like i don't remember the boy in the shower Oh God! Okay, oh, so wow. so t- to describe it, if you haven't seen this cut, it's he's being teased in the shower for not having pubic hair or zits or anything like that. Um, I believe I've heard somewhere else that this actually happened to Cameron Crow because this part is true. Like he was, he skipped a couple grades
2: he or something. Three, three, grades. right? Yes, yeah. that's crazy. I shaved them mm-hmm. off. Wow, <laughs> I remember being made fun of in 7th grade for uh, not having... I was wearing a tank top and I didn't have hairy armpits.
0: Wow. Now people laser them off sometimes. Not me, but... You were a hero.
2: (laughs) I was trying to be progressive before. Hey, Noodle. Ooh, that's a fun... Seafood moment.
0: Yeah, there's already there's a lot of little stuff that's been added here.
2: Yeah. Which... I mean, so far, I'm not going to say, like, oh, I need this stuff.
0: No, but it's cool to see, especially, like, from my perspective, like, on High School Slumber Party, that show. Because so far, it's all high school stuff that's been added. Let's
1: see
2: what the runtime is. I think it's, like, 30
0: minutes more, maybe a little bit more than that.
2: And the original cut isn't, like, that long, right? Two hours. Oh, okay.
0: So this is, I think, two hours 30 or two hours 35, or maybe two hours 40. But we're not watching a 310 or something.
2: Yeah, yeah. Two hours and forty-two minutes.
0: But they fam- famously, he talks about a scene in Origins, and I've heard about the scene before. That's a, a really long sequence. Oh, her listening to stairway. Yeah. So denied.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if that's in here, and I think it might be, then that's going to count for at least eight minutes. Eight minutes. Of, yeah. yeah. Oh boy, this is when he finds out. <laughs>
2: It is crazy that, um, I, I, remember watching this on, I guess, VH, maybe, I know 2000 was like the first year we had a DVD player, so, doesn't matter. Either way, I remember watching this on a Ryan Fried family movie night, and, uh, and, just, you know, thinking, yeah, Frances McDormand looks like a mom because, also, yeah. I mean, we were, like, 13 at the time. So, <laughs> yeah, she looks like a mom. I'm looking at her here. I'm like, Dude, she can get it.
0: <laughs> How old was she when she did this? Not, like, I don't want to age people and stuff like that. But I, I, I'm with you in terms of that. Like, I totally saw her. I'm going to gonna
2: guess 44. <laughs> Let's see this is going to be easy math because it's just she'll be 20 years younger than she
0: is and is a marketing tool she just said
2: Frances McDormand is oh man she's 43 43 I guess 42 in there shooting this, probably so like she's yeah hey what's that's up cool. Frances
0: that's cool though like that she's like take a couple years go to Europe Yeah. And honestly, sorry I'm misleading this Kit Kat. You put food in front of me, I eat it. I'm sorry, take this away, take this away.
2: I'm I'm, I'm just dying because I just want to keep saying give me a break.
0: (laughs) No, but um, the real Cameron Crowe, again, this isn't like 100% his story really, but there's a lot of him in it. And the real Cameron Crowe took those years to, well, one, write for Rolling Stone, but also go back to high school uh, secretly and yeah. write what would become fast times every yeah, time. Yeah, well, when no, he
2: was like twenty one, yeah. I think, or something like that. So yeah, he was like three years that's kind. Of, it's kinda of interesting. Like so he's then you know, he was always three years younger than everybody else, and then he goes back and he's three years older than everybody when he like goes back and pretends to be a senior at a whatever high school he went to to study.
0: Just fascinating. Um I think I'll mention this on High School Slumber Party as well, which we're recording after, but he's in, like... I've always thought, like, what's the Mount Rushmore of high school filmmakers? Mm-hmm. Or teen filmmakers, and I never really considered Cameron Crowe, but when you think that he did this film, um, and he does say anything, say anything, and he does, obviously, Fast Times, I know he didn't direct it, but he's but, such a big part of it yeah. that you got up and up there. If so. you write
2: the book and the screenplay, yeah. you're definitely...
0: And again, along with Amy Heckerling, who directed that, and we would go direct Clueless. She's Clueless. She's the list, too. And obviously, obviously John Hughes. I haven't thought of a fourth yet, but maybe they're, maybe they're still in the making, you know? Maybe. Who knows? All
2: those great high school Netflix movies. <laughs> maybe. Kissing Booth. If three, there's someone three, and four. I'll, and... I'll tell
0: you what. If there's someone who does, like, ten of them, that's equal to, like, two or three high school musical? <laughs> Kenny Ortega. But it's all the same world, you know?
2: I always was a little confused. Why did she leave with curlers in her hair? <laughs> I don't know. It's I mean, just like a little, it's like, it's such an odd choice. Like something that specific, but as we learned, it's not like supposedly her sister, just like, uh, I'm sorry, his sister lived like right down the street from them. And he did like, his dad was around. He was just.
0: Yeah. Again, the, this isn't, yeah. they yeah. not all a biography, but you're right. Like it wasn't that, I think in this, his dad dies of a heart
2: attack. Yeah.
1: Sometimes
0: or you don't see it, you know?
2: But yeah, shit. Kyle,
0: I'm going to grab a napkin. Do you need anything from the kitchen?
2: Um, maybe a a beer.
0: Uh, okay, which beer? Is there a choice or
2: yeah. Oh, those ones you showed me before, yeah, the from Bissell Brothers? The sponsor, today. Yeah. If you want, I mean, we can each have one or if you want to split one, if you you brought beer over, I don't I don't care. The choice is yours. William doing some very John Travolta Esque touching of uh you know like uh like in face off he is touching the faces on the albums some great albums there i know Joni mitchell played a big part if it feels like in cameron crow and just like this film and just the 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 tone of it all i can't say i've ever while there are candles around my apartment i've never um you know like turned on a record and lit a
0: candle then you haven't lived my man
2: I haven't lived this is true this is true William's already a rule breaker cause I think she said light a candle then listen to music he plays the music then lights a candle Ooh. kid is on a dark path dark path I tell you doodles
0: were you a doodler I thought you're talking about golden doodles I'm like why <laughs> uh, yeah definitely not a very good one but my yeah. notebooks had a lot of drawings so I'm just not a good drawer
2: so Patrick was 16 when they were filming this I believe very young that's crazy what just truly like I mean just being tossed into this world of making a feature film with... You know, Cameron Crowe, and then all these, um, while they weren't necessarily at their, like, I don't think at their highest of high yet in their career, but still amazing actors. And here we go, the big guy.
1: Woo!
0: Yes. And I've heard this is an extended scene. So, of course, playing the real-life character, Lester Bangs, Philip Seymour Hoffman here, the best, one of his more memorable characters, I think. One of my favorite.
2: Yeah, definitely. This is in my top five of my favorite roles of his. 58 seconds long.
0: And he mentioned... Um, I think it was Cameron Crow Cam on the podcast. He said that like while Lester Bangs was a huge um, influence to him and a huge like uh, mentor... It was a guy we're going to see later who, was his actual mentor, Lester Banks, was more like the tough love guy. But I think you get a lot of tough love in Philip and Hoffman's performance.
2: Yeah, there is, I mean, four movies. Oh, give me the guess Who. that's so great. And that's also, as mm-hmm. we learned, uh, Cameron Crowe's actual shirt. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. But I know we've said this before, Philip and Hoffman had the flu the whole time because he filmed all of his scenes in a week
0: yeah yeah and just to touch on that this film was filmed in chronological order so That's
2: crazy in five months <laughs> insane so just in general i mean five months as long that definitely had to have been the reason that like it also took biggie pop amen here we go so you
0: pretty much you can't wait for hoffman to get over this cold right like you can't like be like oh let's rearrange things he's got to do it now and he wasn't in the best mood
2: no it was really interesting to hear um Every, I think everyone said like a little something, but obviously Cameron Crowe said the most about him um, in explaining the scenes that he was in. And yeah, it was interesting to hear how tough he was, but not like in a bad way.
0: No. He definitely um, was at a point in his career where he wasn't like a household name, but you knew him if you knew the business. Mm-hmm. Especially from the PT Anderson movies, and he uh, Cameron Crowe explained, and Patrick both explained that he was basically like testing Cameron Crowe a lot because he was so used to working with a PT Anderson style director, and that's not Cameron Crowe for better or worse, you know.
2: Yeah, and then I think eventually when he saw the cut for the first, like the first cut that he saw, whether it was at the Toronto Film Festival or an earlier cut or something like that, he's like, "Oh, I okay, yeah, I get what you're <laughs> doing." Like. It just, you don't think about that, you know, when you're watching movies. I mean, this, it was great to hear Origins because hearing them talk about the cinematographer a lot, and, uh, and I just said his name before, um, James Andrew Miller really does a good job as an interviewer bringing up kind of, I, I love specific questions like, you know, why shooting or the per, you know, the purpose of shooting close ups for Frances McDormand and to show her vulnerability and how alone she is and just showing that emotion. Those are really fun things to learn on this. But yeah, anything with this seems a little bit longer as I'm talking.
0: Yeah, yeah. It it also looks a little different. I don't know if you notice that there's like an almost unpolished quality. Yeah um, Maybe it's just Again the scene They just never 100% finished Bye Bye <laughs> <laughs> It is great though Like like his yeah. Acting is amazing And this is more showing you, you know They kind of do it In the original version that it, That's yeah. a
2: great line No man I took the bus Exactly Like So in the
0: original version They just cut Yeah Like alright You know I'll see you later And then This is kind of Gives a different thing Like he's not rich he says it here, too. Like, you're not going to get paid a lot, but he's not rich. He's not... He's famous, but not rich. One of those weird... You know. He's
2: almost famous. <laughs> wah, wah.
0: Um, I think this is the scene where there's this famous, like, Hoffman story about the light being in...
2: Oh, yeah. In Patrick's eyes.
0: Yeah, Patrick Fugit's eyes. Uh, just to quickly retell it. And again, listen to Origins. We're not going to plagiarize the entire thing. But... Um, when it was time for Hoffman's close-up, the the lighting guy or the cinematographer had a light that was shining in Pat, Patrick Fugit's eyes. The camera wasn't on him, obviously.
2: Yeah, but- it's mimicking. So Patrick is facing more the front window, so then they have a strong light pushing in to kind of recreate. You, just, even though daylight is coming through there, you need a light to make it to brighten it up to make it look like actual daylight.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, and. It was obviously bothering Patrick Fugit, but it's his first movie. He's not going to say anything. He's not going to do anything. 16 years old. He's 16 years old. I wouldn't say anything. Probably wouldn't say anything right now. You know, <laughs> you're, you're up against Philip Seymour Hoffman in this performance. And Philip Seymour Hoffman had it out with Cameron and the cinematographer. And he basically pulled Patrick aside, right? And he was like... You know, you need to make sure they respect you on this set. something's things along those lines. No, he, like,
2: called it out right then. Okay. Like, what, you know, like, all right. And, like, Patrick thought he was mad at him. He's like, no. Like, you, like this is on them. And the cinematographer definitely got, like, pissed off. And supposedly Cameron Crowe, which just, yeah, from his voice, just sounds like such a typical, like, Southern California. Like, all right, yeah. everything's <laughs> going to be all right. Yeah, let's, all right, good vibes. Let's keep it going. Keep it going, you know. Uh, so he was just trying to fuse the situation and yeah, just, you know, PSH was just always pushing and just really making sure that like he knew, he, he, he knew what he wanted to do already. And I think, uh, and Cameron Crowe sounds like he likes to get a lot of takes. And yes. I, that and, was something we
0: learned definitely from the the podcast.
2: And so I think Phillips and Hoffman, not that he was against multiple takes, but he's just also like, I, I'm already like, I've, I, I know, like, you know, because at one point, Cameron Crowe, and interestingly enough, he said that it was Tom Cruise on Jerry Maguire that gave him like, kind of like, yeah, like, do this whenever you want, like play a song to get like the mood going. Or oh whatever. yeah. Yeah. And so he does that. And Phillips and just goes like, wait, cut. Like, why do you think the song that you're playing is better than the song that I'm playing for myself right
0: now? That's a good point too. It just shows you so. like there's different schools of filmmaking. And I love that story. Um, even though it didn't, I don't think it painted Philip and in a bad light. Some people have said that, but I just think it, I for, don't think so. For it me, just, it paints him. He's an auteur, you know, he yeah. takes his craft seriously.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, and I love that she says that she still gets people like even you know like people that were in their 20s when this so they're in their 40s now and when passing passing her on the street they could say don't take drugs which is
0: amazing. Honestly, like I know actors are not their characters on screen and I know everyone in Hollywood does drugs. Yeah. But if I was at a Hollywood I don't want to say everyone, you know, I'm just, you know, kind of making a joke, but if I was at a Hollywood party and I saw her doing drugs I'd be a little disappointed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I um oh, why am I totally blanking on his name? I'm gonna have to look it up. He's in adaptation. Chris Cooper, right? Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, I I worked on a movie one time with him, and uh, it it was this really bad movie with Robert Pattinson. Uh, Our paths. He's a he's a cool guy. Remember me. Oh, remember me? Yeah, that, that's not the best. Really, one. Yeah, with like this bad like. But now bad. he's cool,
0: our pets. He's yeah, Batman. he's Batman.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: but Twilight.
2: Yeah, I just I was like across the street. I'm like I could, you know, like I'm like I don't think i could get fired because like whatever, who like who cares? But I just yelled and I yelled, "Fuck fish." So that's from the annotation. Oh. oh, oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and he's just like he's like, yeah, man, fuck fish. I'm like, really? yes. <laughs> At like that point, it wasn't like too crazy to removed. It was probably like this three, is where four, we get the first shots. Of where that. I fell in love <laughs>
0: with Penny Lane. Also, oh, you were one of those. Our good friend Mike Rivera was one of those who f- fell in love with Penny Lane at first.
2: I'm surprised a blonde.
0: Well, this was before college. <laughs>
2: no you realize comment. this is Penny Lane, just like that's why you don't have a bigger role. That's <laughs> what I mean for, that, for that line reading. Right no, there. I mean maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to criticize, but she kind of looks like the other one looks like um, uh, Jodie Foster
0: a little bit yeah, a little
2: bit more straight on not profile
0: I love how she says she retired visiting friends yet she follows <laughs> them what for like months
2: this is bigger this girl has a bigger role
0: <laughs> no that that's in the first one the just blowjobs that's in the original
2: yeah, and then it's all happening.
0: Oscar oh. uh, nominee
2: Anna Paquin, I thought winner.
0: Oh, winner! And we've seen her. And she's in, one of the youngest. Wait, why have we talked about her? She's in another
2: she, poppin' film. Yeah, she's in, uh, and it's a, a high school movie. Well, te- oh, pe- technically high school part. Uh, oh, 25th uh, hour.
0: duh, Twenty Fifth Hour. It's not a high school movie, but you're right. Yeah,
2: like his his role and her character.
0: I forgot she's in this. I love Sapphire. Say her name.
2: That, yeah, that's say a, her name. Oh, uh, Farouza Fru, Balk, right? Yeah,
0: that's something like that. I always, I always butcher it. for Balk, something. You know her from the Water Boy, or I know her from the yeah, Craft. Yes, I do. <laughs> She's great. She's very distinct.
2: Yes. Um... It is interesting. I also love not to you guys check listen 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 to Origins, but just something it just made me start thinking about film again, like in a way I haven't thought about in a while. Or just the really interesting things or just even experiences for the actors and that of you know, it ends up being Kate Hudson Penny Lane's face is the poster, the cover of this D V D and just the sunglasses and almost famous in it. Um that yeah, that is just such a crazy, and it's
0: she and this is crazy, like crazy. her first big role, and it's a it wouldn't have been that way. Uh, we we for this is the first time we meet our band Stillwater right here, yeah, and it's so great. Oh, by the way, oh my god, I I could talk forever about Stillwater. Stillwater is amazing. Um, yeah, Jason Lee alone is Jason Lee, fantastic. But Billy Crudup, of course, was originally going to be Brad Pitt. Yeah, and there's no way in my mind if brad pitt is uh what's his name again jeez the character's name i forgot but if brad pitt is in that role i don't think kate, kate hudson has her solo face on the cover here in this iconic poster
2: no russell hammond
0: russell hammond is what yeah. you
2: wanted right yeah. for billy Crudup's character yeah
0: i think brad pitt's on the cover i think largely this is brad pitt's movie if he's in this i think
2: yeah it was more, because then I also, you know, they briefly said Natalie Portman, but they definitely did focus more on um, saying, what was her name again? The Sarah other, Pauly? Yeah, Sarah. I Pauly. think
0: Natalie Portman was considered, but Sarah Pauly, like that's who was yeah, set on.
2: was like as far along with...
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he says it on the podcast, and I'm sure we'll talk about it on High School Slumber Party as well, uh, but I found it so fascinating. Someone mentioned this, that like, if Brad Pitt gets that role... Jason Lee probably falls into the background a little bit, you know? It's so much better for the band's dynamic. Brad Pitt's a better... That's mean to say, but Brad Pitt's a more known actor, right? Yeah. Red dog! dog. So I don't really mean that he's a better actor. I just mean he's a different actor, right? His presence is different. So Jason Lee and Billy Crudup, they feel like they could have been friends. I don't know if Brad Pitt and Jason Lee could have been... Jason Lee admits he's like three movies in his career here. Three or four movies in his career. He's a skateboarder, he considers himself at this point.
2: Red Dog gang a little more time. Oh yeah, you're right. was <laughs> for some reason, I guess because like the show I think was out right around the same time, remember, like Christopher Titus had a show, <laughs> Titus, and that's, yeah. and, that's his, and that's his brother in the show Red Dog.
0: Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't remember that. <laughs> Titus, how long is that show on for? Not long, right? But I don't know. I love this because right now he's just trying to give quotes.
2: Only 2000, 2002, but right around this movie, so.
1: Here I am.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can you name another film, another music film that Jason Lee is a big part
2: of? Another music film that, oh, the Chipmunks?
0: Yes, and we got their song when open opened this movie. Yeah. Connection, Chipmunk Connection. Yeah. Mike Manzi, if you listen to this podcast, I'm not sure, you are on the Cage Club Podcast Network as the host of Third Time's a Charm. When are you covering Alvin and the Chipmunks, Chipwrecked?
2: You better (laughs) fucking cover (laughs) Chipwrecked. That'll be a travesty. Jenny Slate's in that one.
0: Yeah, one of your faves. One of my faves. Speaking of the Cage Club Podcast Network, that's where you could find... This podcast and all our other podcasts that we currently host, Foodie Films, Ice of Slaughter Party. Well, those are the only other two right now. But but uh yeah, check us out there or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple oh, Podcasts. I love
2: her. So, Sorry.
0: <laughs> I missed one now. Uh Stitcher Spotify Apple Podcasts. Oh, Google, Google Play. Play. Yeah. And please hit that subscribe button if you're there. Help spread the legacy of Philip Simon Hoffman and apparently Kate Hudson. <laughs> And also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> this um, was a big part of the origins thing. How she developed a crush on Billy Crudup.
2: And yeah, and Patrick and, was developing a crush on her. Yeah. It really like, just, was
0: just like the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, a little bit less developed, but yeah.
2: Yeah. But it just, yeah. Cause also then she like says towards one of the later, you know, how around when she was 21, like, she, yeah, she got married. She was, like, had a kid. Early. Yeah. She got married young. Um, yeah.
0: Me too. How old is she actually, do we find out? I think she's supposed to be 19. She's like not, she's like a right around high school age.
2: Yeah. Ugh.
0: We it, find out her real name later, do you remember?
2: No, not off the top of my head. Like, I know that I definitely, like, have learned it, but it's uh, it's escaping me. This is painless <laughs> Look at is this now excited was, yeah, was that little
0: sad. no i don't think so i think that's always in it. i think we're just f- focusing more because yeah he's playful about it cuz he thinks he just introduced them and then he's like wait a minute oh,
2: oh. yeah <laughs> they
0: probably know each other already We have it on a very low volume, so we're, like, I don't know about you. For me, I'm, like, really, like, digging into their faces and, like yeah. what their expressions are. And,
1: woo!
2: This is not in. No. Yeah.
0: Single. Huh? <laughs> Like uh, William is eating it all up. Yeah,
2: and I love the, this uh, this moment that is in this extended version because Billy Crudup shared like one of uh, one of the questions asked to a bunch of them was, w- "What were you doing when you were 15 And he said how his dad took him to a Marvin Gaye concert with his like, oh yeah, you're Bill- right, B- Billy, his girlfriend at the time, his girlfriend's friend, and his dad took him, and it was uh, the Let's Get It On like tour.
0: Amazing how great would it have been to see Mark, Marvin Gaye live oh,
2: Back for a from Troy, Michigan they really do I mean obviously I'm not in, a, uh, in any kind of band not yellow you know, in a rock band But it really is just such a unique movie, and I think in the way that they're showing the process of the concert. Yeah, yeah. the The point of view.
0: I think movies since then have done this. I don't think I saw a movie before then do this.
2: Did you love how Cameron Crowe said like, "Yeah, well, if you want like that." cliche stuff, he's like, yeah, go like, you know, you can go watch Rockstar. <laughs> <laughs> One of my um I, I I I if I want I guess I could call it guilty pleasure, but I think, you know, for you know it's a pretty face value movie and it entertains me. So
0: same director as Mighty Ducks, Bill and Ted.
2: Wow. I don't know if The I original
0: Bill and Ted. I love uh, again Jason Lee as Jeff Bebe. Just the way he moves,
2: yeah, so great. I wonder if <laughs> she's Fever Dog, but she's just like just feel it, yeah. You
0: know? Like that's how she's when she rips that pen out of his hand.
2: I, so I wonder if you know he gets to as as a young actor, Jason Lee gets to focus on his moves. That much more because he doesn't have to. I mean, I know he's lip singing, but he's you know doesn't have to worry about singing. Well, I think songs.
0: they mentioned that while he was filming, he was still trying his best to sing.
2: Oh, he did. Yeah, he did say like how he was singing along
0: for yeah. like a thought to like that maybe his voice could be in the film, and they're like no.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, your old AOL screen name, Drummers Rule Fifteen. So do you always gravitate to the drummer character in this film?
2: No, I, was, I mean, he gets, what, the one line on the plane at the end? and uh, But, like, yeah. yeah, I was just like, this guy's, like, a weird quiet guy. <laughs> he, it is interesting how, like, yeah, then the the bassist and the uh, and the drummer really don't play a big part at all. I, mean, I
0: think was, that was supposed to, like, on purpose, because they, they really want to highlight, as they say later, like, the page plant dynamic. Yeah. The, uh, what do you call it, Mick, Keith Richards dynamic. There very 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 few bands like the Beatles where like all of them are famous,
2: and even in the end of the day, like if some are more than was, others, yes, it was yeah, it was John, like,
0: and John and Paul, John and Paul, yeah. In uh the, P.S. I love Hoffman world, which one of us is the, uh what do they say, I forgot, it's like. It's cool guitarist with mystique and front man. Whatever, who's the who's the Mick and who's the Keith?
2: I guess I'm the Mick. <laughs> I'm just going by like being more hammy.
0: Okay, who's the Jeff Beebe and who's the Russell Hammond? In the same way.
2: <laughs> um, I don't know because from <laughs> his love his excitement. I mean, I can so. Relate with him when he's saying like goodbye to everybody because yeah, working on like different projects, it's like you get to know people right away, and you're like, oh, that guy's a cool guy. Like I've got a you know, like that. <laughs> red That's man, but um, I don't know, just yeah from the way that the actors were describing, or specifically Billy Crudup and Jason Lee, what they were going for with their characters, and and obviously Cameron Crowe as far as him writing and directing it, it seems like both of them are, you know. Do have good intentions? It's not like one, you know, it's not like Jason Lee is just shallow and just wants to be the lead. He, he does care about the songs, yeah, definitely. And it's like worrying about the tour and trying to put it all together. But then, as we see, one of the big one of my you know favorite moments being uh, when they bring, pull out the shirts and everything, yeah.
1: Whew.
2: It's it's uh, just to
0: go back to this because this is another great like Kate Hudson Patrick Fugit scene um, and and guys if you listen for Hoffman we're gonna get back to Hoffman trust me but we got time to pass <laughs> um, it's amazing that you again we keep quoting this podcast but it's amazing you learn from the podcast but also you see it here that whereas like the other actors uh, maybe are mentors for Kate Hudson but not really she's so confident even at a young age yeah. She is, what, th- maybe in real life four years, five years, the w- oldest? How old was she when she shot this?
2: Uh, Do we know? I think, like, 18, 19. Okay,
0: so only a couple years older. She is almost almost like her character, a mentor on screen to Patrick Fugit and off screen, right? Like, you could tell she's kind of helping him through the scenes. Well, I guess... not Not in a bad way, but, like, she's... But it's good because that's what... It's happening in real life, not real life, you know, on screen, you know
2: what I'm saying? Yeah, well, definitely, I mean, everything. It's just such a movie where it's living everything is just so symbiotic of what it is. Oh, well, this is a new scene.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I guess it helps when you shoot, you know, in in order.
2: Yeah. Yeah, who the hell is this character? I think it's his sister's boyfriend. Um, Oh wow, so he comes back. Yeah. This is weird. But um yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting as far as when you're that young, even 2 years more of like starting early, just is that much more experience and obviously she was born into like Hollywood royalty. Yeah. Kate Hudson, so she's bringing all of that To her acting here, to helping Patrick out, and then that just mimics into their roles of Penny and William.
1: Yeah,
0: Patrick grew up in Salt Lake City, maybe like the least Hollywood town (laughs) ever, in terms of like a city, I guess. And Kate Hudson, like you said, Hollywood royalty. Both her parents are famous, and she grew up on sets. So she's unfazed by, not just sets, but also the character's unfazed by the lights in the stage. What is going on in this scene?
2: I don't know. I definitely I remember <laughs> hearing, what was that about? I remember hearing Patrick saying that um, the, this whole side like old side story of like the sister's boyfriend was cut out, so I don't know if he's going to return even again. Oh,
0: maybe because that looks <laughs> interesting. I put it yeah. way. Anyway. I'll call you if anyone gets a drunk <laughs> It's amazing that so much of the fashion Is like cool now At least where I live You know um, And I don't know if it was at the time Because I think they really had a good attention to detail Like costuming But you can get everything we've seen here Online now Like it's not that hard
2: I feel like both of us had messenger bags in oh, the Of baseball.
0: course Of course The and messenger that- bag was the thing and certainly I had that jacket. And Penny Lane's jacket is amazing.
2: Oh yeah. It's, that's her and Vin Diesel and Triple X bar back.
0: <laughs> I was thinking that too.
2: <laughs> the things they do for their country.
0: That was a, that was what I was thinking in my head as well. Like,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> she just shoots it down before he even finishes the sentence. <laughs> He's like, yep. The Continental, or just Continental Hyatt House. Oh, is this an early scene where we get Jay Baruchel?
0: Yeah, I think so. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh wow, this is so that's an extended thing and I love how she said I'm responsible for his moral conduct. <laughs> oh, we get even more um Peter Frampton. Nice. Originally,
1: of course I think yeah.
0: Yeah, technical consultant on the film, the great Peter Frampton taught Billy Crudup how to play guitar as best he could. <laughs> oh i didn't know she was in love with jeff Beebe.
2: yeah i thought it was like her and the uh and the basis were sort a of thing
0: maybe that's like a thing that
2: This is definitely all yeah, extra stuff.
0: Yeah, and I get why it was cut. Not that it's not good. It's just that we get it.
2: Yeah, it's just showing... I mean, this is definitely all... There we go. Yeah, he returns. <laughs> um, this is just all stuff that... Obviously, Cameron Crowe lived all of it, but this is really, like him just getting thrown into it you know this is this is what he what he's showing here
0: i don't like remakes but like this extended cut makes me realize this could survive as a miniseries or even like a series that goes on about like william's life as a reporter mm-hmm. sonny and share here no it is that's it's a, supposed to be something yeah, i think i read that something like that. i was like what
2: he doesn't look like sonny bono at all
0: <laughs> i think i read that in the trivia maybe i'm wrong guys if i'm wrong tell me but i was like really is that Leonard Cohen? The way he's dressed? Was he in that crowd,
2: Leonard Cohen? I'll look it up, see if I find anything.
0: Would you think do you think you'd be a bigger fan of the jet well, I don't think there was a bong in the original? The guy just hit a bong.
2: Why would you want, like, a kid that young there? You know? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> There's some, a part of me that I'm, like, he reminds me of Mansie in some ways. <laughs> Jay Baruchel? So, yeah, just in general. <laughs> I can see that. I love how is it, uh, how, yeah, she.
0: Yeah, she's. Yeah, By the way, the age difference is the one thing here that if you're going to say, like, what makes them feel a little icky. It's like, I know she's yes. 19, but they seem to have known each other for a little bit.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I know it wasn't as frowned upon back then. I know he's... Well, I think he's 30 when they made this.
0: Yeah, he's definitely older, though, even on... here, I don't know if he's 30 here, but he's at least 25. Yeah. I don't know what the age of consent was at the time, either. And they're both clearly, like, if they are age of consent, they're both consenting adults. It's not like... If there's any kind of taking advantage of, it's, like, later and stuff. He's more like just being a jerk.
2: Yeah, and Cameron Crowe said that was, like, one of... A little deterrent to Brad Pitt, supposedly. Oh, okay. He just think he thinks he never fully clicked with the character. And maybe it was also, some people said yes, definitely. But he says he thinks it's a combo of money slash uh, just the character didn't click.
0: I'm sure it was one of those things like, hmm, I'm not really clicking here. But if they pay me enough, I'll stay.
2: Because yeah. you know, that... at this point, I mean, he definitely... I don't think this is in. What? She says, do you smoke? No, but I grow it.
0: (laughs) Oh, did she say grass or something?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'd I'd be somebody else.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a little good added thing. Yeah. So I'm going to take a bathroom break, Kyle. It's up to you to... uh...
2: Oh, she's getting her moment with Jeff.
0: Jeff Beebe? Bebe. From the Jeff Beebe Band. <laughs> I've almost so many times bought the shirt. If a Jeff Bebe band, band shirt.
2: <laughs> I wonder if that name is trademarked. <sighs> like, I Imagine starting a band called the Jeff Bebe Band. That would be very cool. Ooh, this is extra. Here we go. Right time for Brian to leave the room. Look at that cool, cool lighting. Forget the yeah. um, cinematographer's name. They mentioned his name a lot. Let me look it up. Almost Famous. Cinematographer. All cast and crew. Cinematographer. John Do- uh, John Toll. JT they would say. I feel like uh, Kate Hudson said that a few times. But this is, yeah, this is all extra. I'm retired. I don't think she says that in the original cut. So I love this whole nineteen, eighteen, nineteen years old, but I'm retired. We, yeah, Brian, this is uh, just a continuation of this kind of like a <laughs> I don't want to say subplot, but she's saying, I'm retired. I love his little thing right now. He's explaining how she turns hotel rooms into a home.
0: Oh, that's nice. So I'm back, if you haven't realized.
2: Definitely much more, you know, build up versus we had that tension earlier from a scene that was in the original movie. Oh, we see that's what it cuts to when they leave the room. And then we just see that shot of the ice bending and the jacket. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. It is just really interesting to see what they go and say, like, you know as a director or maybe the studio too like this is just not going to be in this cut
0: ben fong torres the legendary legendary rolling stones editor uh so i alluded to this before cameron crowe said like this he was his true like mentor yes but uh Lester bangs was more like i don't know he didn't say it this way but i saw it that way like ben fong torres more of like the angel on his shoulder and Lesser brings more the devil on his shoulder. You kind of <laughs> need both,
2: you know. Rain Wilson, Rain Wilson, yeah, an yeah. early role for him. Kooky and odd, yeah. The <laughs> the, the the casting in this movie is great. amazing. Just so many. Whenever
0: things. you see that, it's like amazing.
2: Yeah. What? uh... Oh, I'm totally blanking on his name right now. Eric Sto- Eric Stone Street. Stone Street. Yeah. I just loved. I mean, such a small role in this movie. Supposedly, he had like even maybe we'll get the uh, more of him in this cut, but. Just the uh, the fact that he got praise in the the interview on Origins was just really interesting. Yeah, as far for as sure. like and just to see how much they cared about every little character and casting the right person.
0: Absolutely. Even this guy, I wish I knew his name. He played Ben Fong Torres. Um, I'll look him up. He's really good too. Like what he said, oh, well, Detroit sucks in his shirt. He's so good on this phone call scene. Did Cameron Crowe say whether he was, like, talking to someone on the other end or just...
2: No, he said for... There were a few times, I think, for Patrick that he would hop on the other end of the phone. But I think that the one story that Cameron Crowe was sharing was about a phone conversation he had with uh, Ben Fonctoris when he... uh, expands it to like 2000 words okay. or something like that. Yeah, here here he, you know, we we were getting a little bit of a mentor vibe earlier, but this is where he really steps in. <laughs> where are you where are you listening to? Stillwater.
0: <laughs> Gets into <doing> drugs. <laughs> Cuz again, what he says like, you know, friendship is the booze they feed you, you yeah. know? just everything he's saying is happening mm-hmm. and he's upset cuz he's like he thought he like had a little projay here
2: oh it's just all been written before it's all been seen before at, at, at all of this whether you know, there's a little part that you're like, oh, did Lester experience this? And he hopes he he doesn't want someone else to fall into this, too. You know, was there a young Lester oh, of course. That-
0: Or Yeah, I mean, he's definitely seen it, right? I think he feels like he's above the fray. Lester's very arrogant, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's like, oh, I was one of the only ones who escaped. You see, I, I'm a big sports fan, I know you are, too. But you see this a lot in sports journalism. And especially today, where the players have so much power. Yeah, There's so many pro-player sports media people because they, you know, they the players know now how to make Williams, you know. Yes. So there's less Listers.
2: That's a great bus. I love those leather big leather seats.
0: Do you remember the bus's name?
2: I know it's a woman's name. I feel like it's an older kind of like a woman's name that isn't used as much in our generation. I'd now. say that's fair. Um it's Oh, isn't it? Is it another Beatles thing? Is it, um, is it Eleanor?
0: No. No. Dolores. Dolores.
2: <laughs> it was something along
0: those By the way, lines. the actor who plays Ben Fong Torres is Terry Chen. That's his name. Terry Chen. Ben Fong Torres, is like so random. It's not related to anything, but there's um, a person, a sports radio person, Steve Summers, I listened to in the New York area. And his freshman year college roommates out in California were. Ben Fong Torres, and like the lead singer to the band The Grassroots. Oh wow! I'm like, could, could that you was. Um,
2: oh well, not right? the lead singer. Maybe not the lead what, singer. I but don't know. well, Creed. No, from, yeah, it wasn't Creed. Yeah, 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 Creed was in The Grassroots. From the yeah. Office. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I don't. I'm not sure which person. Like, I think it's the lead guy in The Grassroots. How, like,
2: old, how old? are they now? That's got to be. He's he's an older yeah. gentleman. we well, put, put it this 16, way: he's been on 70s, since... mid seventies, yeah.
0: I think he was on. He's been on the station since the eighties. Oh,
2: okay. So, okay.
0: so we're probably talking about like late sixties mm-hmm. when they were in college, or not? Not even probably because probably before that, even like mid sixties, I'd say. Tempe, Tempe. Arizona.
2: Did they did? do that in the? End? I can't
0: remember. Yeah, did they, they did. Okay.
2: Yeah. I remember because I was like I didn't know what like Tempe was before oh, watching okay. this movie. I think this is Eric Stone Street, yeah. Yeah.
0: Is this where we get like a Nick Schwartzen cameo?
2: Bowie! Yeah, right. I think yeah. that's a New Yorker. Okay. She's she's a handful. <laughs> oh, that's longer. <laughs> His name's Sheldon That's perfect
0: We didn't get the t-shirt scene, right? I didn't miss that in the bathroom, right? The what scene? The t-shirt scene No, no, okay. that's
2: not till later It's before Jimmy Fallon comes in, but
0: Gotcha This movie, um, obviously this is a longer cut So it is moving a little bit slower But it still has a great pace
2: yeah it's more it's not not that it feels longer but i'm just also focusing that much more on yeah we always say this everything
0: yeah, really feels longer when we're doing this yeah when
2: we're doing this and then also i'm really trying to pay attention. i'm like wait is that you know because it's been a little while since i watched this so it's been a
1: while
0: <laughs> your favorite musicians oh my god wait <laughs> oh wait i love this i love this
2: go away
0: Also, we're like an hour in, a little less. And I know this scene in the original cut is way earlier. Not that it's put in a different place, you know. We've already had so much added already. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love that. I'm in too truthful a mood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, you really see it here, like... Yeah. The dynamic...
2: Oh, this is awesome! Okay, oh, so. Yes, yes, yes. The well, they said this on Origins, and I think we're gonna get it. I, actually, I think Patrick Glass said the name wrong. If I, he he said Kyle Glass. I think he meant to say Kyle Gass. Unless there's a is there a Kyle Glass? Though like totally we'll find out that he's a radio, like.
0: Yeah, and even in the thing, she doesn't say come to the radio tonight. I think they overdub something else. Yeah. Or like, I'll see you after the show tonight.
2: Yeah, come back later or something as simple as that.
0: Yeah, we definitely know, guys. Oh, I'm excited about this. Here we go. Let's
2: see. Ooh. Yes! Kyle gas kg from tenacious motherfucking D, <laughs> the greatest american rock band so close time. to hoffman and jack black being in the same film oh wow and wasn't wasn't like i think this is one of the films was it yeah
0: oh my god that they that jack black was could have been lester bangs they didn't say that i think in the origins. no no, no but i think we, we read that yeah
1: Jeff the Babe. And it's just stone faces it. The Babe. babe, <laughs> it, like, the it. babe.
0: <laughs> it almost reminds me of uh, Pirate Radio, The Boat That Rocks. Yeah,
2: uh... yeah. <laughs> what? The. <laughs> so the kicker is just that he's. Really, really like, stoned. Yeah, he's smoking a big old joint.
0: There's probably some other stuff in that. Possibly, I mean, it is the seventies, but yeah.
2: Life, death, great mustache. Oh man, I'm so, I'm sad for Kyle Gass.
0: <laughs> Maybe he would have had the Jack Black career if this is the case.
2: <laughs> Fucking
1: KG. <laughs> yeah,
0: the, the drummer never wants to talk. I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, the, the fucking Jeff Bebe persona is just like
2: um, peaches. <laughs> what is? He's reminding me of someone right right now, just like with his head tilt and just like the way he's. I mean, I'm not obviously hearing him that well. Some <laughs> people asleep, kind of.
0: I think this is based on a true story as well. Or something similar. Yeah. What a wild time. What a wild time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love that they have to be laughing to see that Kyle Gass in that moment, right?
1: Oh, God. Oh, God.
0: I, I almost also get why they cut this scene now, too. At least this part. Yeah. Because it brings up t- tension much earlier than the t-shirt scene.
1: Yeah. B-
0: because if you think about the t-shirt scene, right, that's, he's like, all right, let's talk about yeah, it, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 And they almost serve to do the same thing. He was joking with him, but not really. My <laughs> 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 It's a long scene, too. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be like a quick little... Oh,
2: man. Fucking KG.
0: By the way, the bassist looked like he could also be in an 80s band. <laughs> I
2: thought that went well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bassist looks a bit more like...
0: Like Rockstar, at most. Yeah. Oh, my God. I like what Faruqa's wearing here.
2: Just like a Sesame Street character. <laughs>
0: It's very rave wear, though, right? Like, you could see that today at a rave.
2: Yeah.
0: In, like, Berlin. Wait. This is different. This is cut different. It is. Because she says, I'm not, it's not Marianne with the pot to the clairvoyant one later. No?
2: Oh,
1: no, no, no.
0: No, no, I'm confused.
2: No, yeah, she says it, but, yeah, because then she says, yeah, he's a great kid.
0: I just don't remember her throw. I think that's what's. Throwing me off Cause I remember later When she When she uh Spreads the message Is when like she, She's chasing the bus
1: mm-hmm. I haven't live Still a virgin it, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it just confirms Everything she believes yeah. About parenting Yeah <laughs> <laughs> This is May speaking, by the way. <laughs> I
2: love that little bit of paranoia at the end.
0: It's crazy, because, you know, when she says come out later, or whatever, come to the radio station later, it cuts to that scene with uh, Faruka in the, in yeah. the uh, uh, hotel, and then straight to this one.
2: Yeah, so that was a solid, I feel like, five minutes scene. Yeah, and... maybe
0: even more. Well, I get it. If you're doing a cut like, like, like this, cool. you might as well, like, he probably, like, camera Crow's like... Let me put in the whole scene. You know, I'm not going to just... Yeah. Like, people buy this because they want to see the whole thing.
2: I will quote you warmly and accurately. Oh, this scene makes a little more sense. But I know now he's reflecting more on, like, the girlfriends and wives Mm -hmm. and stuff. But saying that after that little bit that they have at the radio station. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, I guess that was on the airwaves, so... True.
0: But in Tempe. (laughs) Any AHA fans out there in Tempe, give us a little shout-out. Kyle will mail you an extra special gift. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) You must prove your Tempe address. I guess if you... Yeah. Mail
2: us something?
0: <laughs> um, uh, well if we have to mail it, I guess we'll know the address. But yeah. We you.
2: Yeah. Special gift.
0: Uh, see this He's also arrogant too. He oh, might be yeah.
1: right,
2: but like he's also arrogant too. And he's he's uh, he's very manipulative.
0: And he thinks he yeah like like a lot of manipulators he thinks he's smarter than he is yeah we're talking about uh, Russell Russell yeah not,
1: not a, well really so a, I
2: mean like we said he's got to be what, at least in his mid late twenties like the character's supposed to be yeah and then you've got William who's what fifteen years old in the movie
0: and and he said he based them on both uh both all, both almond brothers what's the one that died well Dwayne's one of them.
2: And there's Greg all in there. Gre- A
0: little bit of Greg, a little bit of Dwayne, and a lot of uh, Glenn Fry. Yeah. Which makes sense.
2: This scene's definitely a little longer, too.
0: hmm I feel like they're lingering on stuff longer, too. But it could have just been us, like, you know, <laughs> watching it like this. Not looking down at our phones. Nice life.
2: I remember this being like in the trailer. Yeah,
0: I'm telling secrets to the one guy I can't tell secrets to. Billy Crudup, apparently, you know, we talked about Hoffman, but apparently he wasn't very pleasant on set either, which he admitted. Um, He didn't play, he didn't know how to play guitar. He kind of lied about it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, as people doing the resume, I don't think he lied. I think he was just like, like. young confidence and yeah. en-
2: energy towards like yeah I want to get this role so I'm going to be like yeah yeah I can totally learn it and it's a I mean, he says that's why you start learning instruments <laughs> wait, I,
0: wait, sorry in I don't think oh, this is in the original no he says he wants to interview me just so I'm the bass player
1: <laughs>
2: oh, d- yeah, doesn't <laughs> <laughs> Because he has a little line, doesn't he say to Russell later when when Jeff is like uh, saying that William like wrote like so much, and he's like the basis says something to.
0: Uh, well, I guess we'll have yeah. to see. Sorry, I cut you off in the middle of a. Oh,
2: we were saying Bi- Billy Crudup. Oh, yeah. So he yes, was yes. he was saying how yeah that's why you start learning an instrument at such a young age <laughs> and you know he would who was electrocuted yeah
0: yeah. so he was like frustrated that he just wasn't good enough on you know playing the guitar that he was kind of difficult to work with um, but I think it adds to the mystique of his character and like I said him and Jason Lee play off each other so well you feel the tension every time they're on there together but it's almost like
2: funny tension too yeah they well they just have almost a very brotherly kind of vibe to them Yeah, just like brothers fighting and arguing with one another. Because a big part of this movie is just is family, whether it's your actual family or a makeshift family. I love this. Isn't that that's is that Mark Maron? Is it? He's in this film. I think so. Oh, that movie makes
0: sense if the sound was turned up I'd be able to tell yeah that.
2: exactly I'd be able to like
0: this is it's a little bit extended yeah because it doesn't look like the best fight but I guess that's a comedy
2: <laughs> yeah doesn't he do like a little karate move like right before he gets on the bus like, uh, maybe not. yeah this yeah
0: yeah, yeah, it's right there.
2: <laughs> wow, we get like a a fight scene in this movie. Yeah, it's Mark Maron. Wow. Oh, here we go. I love her Tempe outfit. <laughs>
0: Another big bug in your apartment, Kyle.
1: Uh, I don't mind. (laughs) It
0: wasn't a criticism, I was just showing you. Kyle is nicely letting the bug outside now. Oh, this is where they bust through the gate. Someone
1: told me that's impossible. No. no,
2: that's that's that that that's definitely possible. Is it sorry. Uh my expertise, that's definitely possible. Would you care for another beverage? As long? Uh sure. You crack into the crowler? Why not? I love at this point, like when this movie came out, it's like, oh yeah, you know, like yeah, it sucks that like Polaroids aren't really around that much anymore. Now it's like, yep, there, we got them.
0: <laughs> yeah, and even like still, oh, this is great. Yeah. It again, maybe we'll talk about it more in High School Slumber Party. Try to remember this, Kyle. But she sees the high school. It's like high schoolers, blah blah blah, and then she just <laughs> flips them off because like that—that that could be her right now, like close yeah, to it, yeah.
2: I love the real Penny Lane. She would tell her parents that she was going like horseback riding. Yeah, so she's (laughs) featured on the
0: Origins podcast as well. The the person who Penny Lane's based on is also named Penny Lane. It's not like autobiographical about her so much. I think it's more of like to honor her.
2: Bad poor. That was a bad poor. Apologize. Got excited. Lovely color, though. Nice cloudy.
0: These scenes on the bus, like how do you shoot? Like, I mean, you just shoot. I get it, but like, it's pretty cool. Like, you could because it's not a stage, right? It's not like CGI.
2: No, that's all practical. So,
0: like, yeah. like, let's go out. Let's shoot on the bus.
2: Yeah, at least with these back roads, you don't have to worry about the um, continuity of like, yeah. just passing that's by true. fields. You know, that's a good point.
0: you
1: mm-hmm.
0: again i'm curious what more we're gonna get because we're this happens pretty early in the film not pretty you know what i mean i would say at least we've had 20 extra minutes of stuff so far and we're not even halfway so i think it's probably front-loaded more than back-loaded with uh, new stuff
2: yeah i guess we'll uh we'll see oh this is when they leave uh Jeff, behind. <laughs> I'm only the lead fucking singer. <laughs> Not fucking lead singer. I'm sorry, I messed that up.
0: Topeka Arena.
2: Oh, now he's now he's interviewing the drummer. Yeah,
0: we don't. We definitely don't see this before. I like this though. Like they didn't need to have like maybe. For it to be long But I like this Because I was wondering <laughs>
2: He's <laughs> just like Shrugs
0: Yeah He's what we call this There has to be a name For this character The character that doesn't speak Until the end of the movie And he says something Either profound or funny Yeah Right like he's one of them We've seen this a bunch But and Polly Had the dad
2: like that Or I mean I know the basis talks But in um, That thing you do He doesn't have a name He's just kind of like The <laughs> bassist That was like something funny that they just wanted to include. This is good. Last Wave Barinka. I actually don't think I've been here. It's right in Point Pleasant? Like downtown Point Pleasant. Mm. What's the flavor again? (laughs) It's best enjoyed with friends. Aww. (laughs)
0: Oh wait! This is I love this scene where she's like,
2: "Oh, the, your aura—it looks amazing."
0: <laughs> yeah, I got some hydroponic pot. I had no idea what hydroponic meant when I watched this movie first. So I thought it was just a pot term, not like a farming term. Uh-huh. So yeah. every time I heard it, I'm like, "Because people are like, oh, I have hydroponics. Yeah. You know, that's like you could see that in nurseries and stuff." I was
2: Uh, the, the beer is Dawn Patrol it's 4.8 I don't know if it tells I'll
0: look it up I forgot what it was um, it was while you were away
2: oh uh, so see that's yeah this is this is the stuff that they're talking about with uh, the Cameron Crowe was talking about um, Those the, the close-ups on Frances McDormand and, oh yeah and then the last shot is like her alone in the room because now her daughter is gone her son is gone. She's all alone. So it's it's a combination of things why she is the way she is.
0: Oh it's a guava ghost. Ooh. The beer, not Francis McDonald.
2: <laughs> is that how you properly say it? ghost? You can say gosa.
0: Gosa. That's the German pronunciation. Gose. Gose. I don't know if that's right. Um But when there's an E at the end of a word in German, it's like a sound. Oh, Oh, yes. T-shirt scene. That's a cool T-shirt to have. But again, I want a Jeff Bebe Band shirt. Because he wears the Jeff Bebe Band shirt later. (laughs)
1: Look at their face.
2: And Russell's just like, fuck. Because I don't think Russell does. He doesn't do a lot that he's... Trying to become the lead, you know, he is no, just—he <laughs> is about the music and playing amazing guitar.
0: Yes and no. Yes, but he also doesn't do anything to stop it either, you know.
2: Yeah, but in that moment, it's just like, ah, fuck. Here we here 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 we go. Like I know exactly what Jeff's gonna say,
0: right
2: <laughs> and, he's, and he is confronting it right now. Yeah,
0: but that's why I would ha- I would keep the
2: Kyle Gas scene,
0: but I wouldn't have had that second part, you know. Yeah. Because I like that this is the first time we're really, really seeing them. Even if that was just a joke, we're really, really seeing them talk about it. He's the aura (laughs) girl here. I always found it weird that Penny Lane's ironing their shirts in the background.
2: Oh, I totally wasn't picking up on that. Like,
0: she retroactively seems like kind of like a feminist character because she's trying to take control of her own life. Yeah. She's living like this. It's just... She doesn't seem like that but if you think of it from the perspective that a band-aid supports the band in any way they can i guess ironing shirts makes sense
2: yeah that isn't just like a group you wouldn't like groupies you just think like purely like going to the shows not being part of the band but like trying to get backstage yeah
0: so she wants to put her money where her mouth is yeah i guess she got to do chores she's aiding
2: the band right then by steam pressing I love this. You know what I do? I connect. <laughs> I get people off. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I look for the one guy who isn't getting off, and I make him get off. Actually, that you can print. I love that. <laughs> Keep an eye out for when he wears the Jeff Bebe band shirt.
2: And that's and, awesome that he wears it still in real life? No, that like. Oh, oh, oh you know, like they're oh, in a new was, band.
0: But then I'm like, oh, that would be really cool, if Jason Lee. Oh, that, that would, would be amazing. No, yeah. but yeah. Especially again after this scene, he's like he probably packed it with him like, fuck it, I'm wearing this, <laughs> you know. Is the British guy from anything? He've br- yeah.
2: Definitely looks familiar, and I always do think, but I don't think I've like looked it up. So let me see. Dick Roswell—that's a character played by Noah Taylor. Oh, so he's in Life Aquatic. Okay, he's one of the no, he's yeah, like that's what I, I also yeah think. yeah supposedly yeah. he's in Vanilla Sky, so there you go. I don't remember him in that. Yeah. Um. Oh, Joey's favorite film of 2000 te- 2017, which was
0: Paddington Two. Yes, <laughs> he's in
2: Paddington Two. <laughs> Supposedly,
0: you could have said two thousand ten anyway, because that's Joey's favorite film. Joey Lendowski, The Godfather. Casey his love podcast favorite network.
2: film? <laughs>
0: I don't know if it's his favorite. I thought Matrix was. It is, but if you, well, we can go to his letterbox rankings. You're going to hear some typing. Oh, I don't have internet on this. Let me. Yeah. I'll go do it on my phone and look at Joey's letterbox. Do you do letterbox? No, I don't like ranking things. Honestly, so. uh,
2: yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm just in it for. I'm just in it to be in it. I just man. want to have fun. Yeah, man. It's not my art to critique. I'm just talking about it, man. Yeah.
0: Joe <laughs> <Drew> Lindowski <laughs> three thousand six hundred. And ninety-two films reviewed on Letterboxd.
2: I remember watching it. It's just like, "Oh, Kyle, it's you." Who people would say? Oh, <laughs> about this.
0: Look what it says: favorite films. The first one that comes up.
2: Paddington Two.
0: I wonder if there's a ranking there. And so
2: I'm going. To, I'm going to get my hair to that length again.
0: This is, guys. If you want to hear me go more in depth and kyle on this scene will definitely do it more i think in high school slumber party because this is a big scene from the high schoolers perspective yeah there was a time where i didn't think that this was a high school movie only because i was like oh you know not really but like it's about a high schooler yeah it's they about do a the pers- high like a,
2: this is a, what's happening in a high school age you know and he is he's, yeah because he's graduates at some point he's not at the graduation so he still is in high school I love when he's like what does he's like, Oh my mom had that lamp.
0: <laughs> I love that he's pointing out like And then at this party, a party that he, <laughs> he <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Does party.
2: he say like wanna go see me feed my snake? <laughs> Something.
0: But William at home probably would not have even been invited to this party. No. And yet he's one of the coolest people here because he's with Russ. Hey, you
2: know what? Guilty by association, cool by association. Sure, that's why people want to be popular. But shh,
0: shh, remember that. Let's talk about this in Ice with lumber. This
2: right? is real. <laughs> in eleven years, <laughs> it's going to be nineteen eighty-four, man.
0: Yeah, I want to see me feed a mouse to my snake. Yes,
2: yes. <laughs> that's such a sincere.
0: Oh, this is this is not it. He doesn't give someone his belt in the original cut. That's funny.
2: That's such a sincere Yes. Yeah. And these
0: kids worship him because he's a musician, but also, you know,
2: it's it's like the coolest thing to ever happen to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh man. He was uh to check it out. <laughs> Please. <laughs> If there's any bad red rope licorice... Yeah. Oh, here we go. This is different. Oh, he, he jams
0: with them? How cool is that? Although he's on the drums, too. Yeah. shows that he's multi-talented. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Great cut. Great cut. Oh, my God.
2: Yes, you are! And isn't this who who supposedly did something like this? One of
0: the Almonds.
2: Oh, well, uh, okay. For some reason, I thought it was someone from Zeppelin. Oh,
0: you know what? There's conflicting things
2: about that. Or wasn't it wasn't someone from the Who? Maybe I thought maybe it was Roger Daltrey.
0: It, you could be right, but I know that like one of the Almonds said, or the Living One said that it was one of them. But you could be right. Yeah. Look, do you think there's only one rock musician who's done that? Though, let's be honest.
2: But yeah, just the whole.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 what, does what does
2: he say? Mantra? Well, he said last words. I dig music. And they're like, like golf clap. Okay. <laughs>
1: like... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, that was something fun that, um... Why am I, um... Oh, God! Why am I blanking on her name? Um, Nancy Wilson, right? Yes. Um, She was talking with Billy Crudup. And he asked her, you know, do you ever take acid? She's like, yeah. And he's like, what's it like? And she's like, it's like everything is electric. And she's like, so he really nailed that because you see him like doing like (laughs) twisting the fingers and just like electricity is coming out of him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's why this guy's a good manager.
2: (laughs) He's in our basement. Yeah. Oh, this is where. Oh God, I always feel so when he confronts William right here.
0: Yeah, I mean he's not himself. But like,
2: yeah, but it's just he's taking notes with his eyes.
0: That's scary, right? Yeah, you know that had to come from a real place from Cameron Crow. That probably happened to him.
2: Well, he he said that that was the one experience with uh, his photographer buddy and one of the, which Allman Brothers was, was it again. And they, and they took him, they put in a paper bag his uh, his tapes. I think it was Greg. Yeah. I gotta look up all my brothers' names.
0: Because it's Dwayne and Greg, but Dwayne died.
2: Yeah, so it was after, because yeah, he said like Dwayne was talking
0: to oh, him. Oh, yeah, 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 that's what it was.
2: And saying like, don't trust him and everything like that.
0: And now like, uh, Greg Ullman says it was all a joke, but come on.
2: <laughs> yeah, those, yeah, it's Tiki bats, dark trucks, yeah. Warren Haynes, yeah. <laughs> and then we get what wasn't really written into the script to be such a long scene, and I love that it ends up becoming arguably the most memorable part of the movie.
0: And which is maybe why we haven't seen the stairway scene yet but maybe why that one wasn't necessary.
2: It would just feel, it's it's a much, it's so the stairway scene, we'll just might as well share it now in case it doesn't happen, is that, I mean, we said a little bit, but uh, William and I forget Zoe's character's name, uh, but, you know, once they're both back home, they have their mom listen to stairway, so the full, what, like, I think around, like, eight minutes <laughs> and they're just like jumping and playing air drums and air guitar in the background while she's just Francis McDormand's there's like headphones on listening to it or whatever I think or I guess not headphones when they're jumping around they know what parts are playing but yeah so like a totally different and it's like her I don't know if she's supposed to be accepting it. I mean, maybe we'll get to see it, but it didn't sound like Crow like it's supposed to be like a turning point for her, but she's at least listening to the music that's important to her children. Um, so yeah, it's a much different scene and use of like a full song. And even this, it's not the full song. They do a, they do a cut. So tired of dance. I
0: don't know if I could do a full song with that many people. Um you know, well, I don't know if you have this muscle, but you know that muscle in you where like <laughs> it's like oh, we're getting a little corny in real life, you know? Mm. Like that like that to me.
2: But when you're when you're in it, you're in it. So like, like they're
0: musicians. Yeah. So, and then, also, Elton John, this is like a contemporary song to them. Now it's like a great song, yeah. Like, like
2: Madman Across the Water was a huge album. Yeah, it's it's such a such an amazing album, and had I think came out in seventy one or seventy two. So yeah, there you go. Maybe yeah. as early as seventy, but still, yeah, just a huge, huge. I'm sure influence to them at the you know what their, their characters. <laughs> Rock stars
0: have kidnapped my
2: son, Francis. Even in this outfit. I'm oh good. Jeez. <laughs> I just like the thing is she to do like arts and crafts with her. She has set up
0: her whole life where she thinks she's doing so right and being a great mother to her son because she does things differently and she's seeing that her son is just like other kids. Even though she almost wanted him not to be like other kids, she literally says before adolescence is a
2: you just can't enforce certain things. I, I'm story my mom. It's not like a. One which she repeats all the time, but something she said enough that I remember it, which is she really didn't want me to have like toy guns as like, mm-hmm. like you know, not including like super soakers. And, and, that now, kind of and stuff. now you collect guns. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't have guns. <laughs> uh, but, you know, just like at least when we were younger, they still had some pr- pretty realistic, I guess. like... Wait, wait,
0: time out. Look at the can. Did you see? Like this just looks like footage they didn't clean up. Oh, there was a couple angles of it, right? Like this.
2: Uh, I mean, it's just the yeah, the solar flares. Yeah, it's they very, do. It looks very docu. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's... it's That's pretty cool. Okay, so sorry. Continue.
2: No, so, she yeah, she didn't want me to have, like, a, you know, really any kind of, like, toy gun. I remember I had, like, a little cork gun or whatever. But point being, there was just one time I'm at a playground playing with friends, and then I even... I pick up a, you know, a stick when we're playing I don't, whatever we were, cops and robbers or something. And... I pretend the stick is a gun. She's like, yeah, you know, like, it's just, it's gonna happen, like, yeah. even if you don't put the toy in their hand, they're still gonna pretend.
0: Yeah. No, I hear you.
2: So you gotta be more like uh Oh, here we go. It's been a little while. Ooh.
0: I I can't imagine they shot this part chronologically. I think they did all Hoffman stuff together right they're not gonna be like all right call them like i think the group
2: stuff they're saying (laughs) because then also the airplane so just from origins when they said that i'm like oh wow that's really interesting but the airplane stuff happens after new york and all of them were saying new york was their last stuff
0: Hmm, interesting
2: so i think like on the road like this guy i mean they said the the house was um was on a set, on a studio. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he's about to... So, yeah,
0: that was just the quick Hoffman thing, but this is, like, an embarrassing part because Cameron Crowe said this is actually how he lost his virginity.
1: Yeah.
2: With, uh... Yeah, Steely Dan. Is that... Is that Steely Dan?
0: I can't tell. I think... It, I think... No, it I don't know. I'll have to show it again. We can't really hear, obviously. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love her face. It's
0: yeah. Just... But there's two reasons. Yes, he's like, oh, don't do that in front of me. But I also, like, we could
2: hang out. <laughs> so innocent.
0: Yeah, he's innocent and he's like, oh... she Like, in the back of his head, too, she's like, she clearly sees me as a friend. Yeah. yeah. Just one of the girls, almost.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just... In the friend zone.
0: Yes, which again is not real. Like, just because you put in some time doesn't mean the girl should date you guys, but still. He's young. He hasn't learned that lesson.
1: No, no,
2: it definitely doesn't mean that, but like, yeah, that's just. You just, you know, yeah, some, you know, just be friends or just be nothing, I guess. God, <laughs> hope he must die. Oh, yeah, that's great. What, what a work. I very uncomfortable watching this, this scene with my parents.
0: I want like a streetwise quid, 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 a streetwise kid who like, because I'd be uncomfortable watching this with my kid. Yeah. Who like knows these and be like, what's happening there, dad? Like, you know, <laughs> That looks like actually Steely Dan Midnight Special on TV. She's watching. <laughs> Weird. Hey, it's cool to have a story. A story that you could tell later. Yeah. Did this happen
2: in the original? The
0: eye close ups?
2: Um, I that shot happens, but yeah, I
0: thought it was like the last one. of Oh, well. Oh, oh. what
2: was the one woman say? Oh, we don't get no, more of is. this. <laughs> okay, okay, thank you. <laughs> oh, this is when Ben calls.
0: Oh, I love so, this. Yeah. This is so well written.
2: Is it hello? Hello. Ben Von Torres. (laughs) Hi, Ben Von Torres from Rolling Stone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can tell. Actually, it sounds like. Sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Stop quoting. Let's just read the movie to
2: everyone.
0: I was doing it before. Yeah, get it together, man! I love yeah.
2: it. It's so it's like fucking nom.
0: We, we already are. have one Hunter Thompson. That's great.
2: <laughs> I love. He's holding Anna Paquin's mouth shut, and when she, he lets go, just like, coffee. <laughs> it's a think piece
0: yeah oh yeah because Hoffman told him that which is great I've used that and now it seems so silly like in college like oh what's your thing I was like it's a think piece (laughs) but now like everyone's seen Almost Famous the professor's probably like you you know (laughs) what I mean
2: crazy Any other state, you'd still be a virgin. Oh, seeing world, well, fuck. Okay, I'm
1: sorry.
2: <laughs> so I would stop, and I automatically go right back to it.
0: You a tidy whitey's guy? No. Have you ever been a tidy whitey's guy?
2: I mean, maybe when I was like three.
0: Because, like, even as a, <laughs> I'm talking about the thing. Even as a kid, like wearing briefs, they were like cool stuff, right? Like they used to have like. Characters on your underwear. Uh, I mean. Yeah, like Batman. Yeah, yeah. Like
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love these shots. How they just move between. Yeah. We've gotten a couple of them now. He took the laundry, like she asked. Hey.
1: hey, hey. <laughs>
2: coming in hot russ flipping off so good
0: we've all been there oh yeah we've all been there
2: oh too many nights (laughs) too many mornings not in the not in this kind of way um but also just thinking about like people in a room or whatever that would always be i remember early days of college being like oh yeah this is a thing that's going to happen like you're Stumbling back to you know, you're, or I'm stumbling back to my dorm room. You're just walking down the hallway, and then all of a sudden, you just hear like, ah. <laughs> and you're like, "What? Come again? What? Please? Yeah. Oh, he's crying here. Does this happen in the movie?
1: I don't think
0: so. I feel like like Cameron Crowe kept the camera on. <laughs> just yeah, like... and it's not. I mean, for whoa, Ooh. this is definitely not the original. No, it's a Polaroid shot.
2: <laughs> don't be tense Dude, Oh such a manipulator Oh and they're just like becoming weird like parents to him. Especially
0: this shot Yeah what the, Look I get why we're seeing it I'm kind of glad we don't see this in the original cut You know it, It's creepy Yeah But again we don't know truly what the cut would have been Because Oh I was going to say, because like I said, he's going to put in like full scenes in here. It's not worth doing this director's cut and not going all
2: out. Yeah. I get, I mean, I'm curious, but so do you think he wanted to have all this in or he's doing what you're saying? Is like, I'm putting in everything, you know, coherent that I shot. I... Like, then there should almost be, like, the original cut, a director's cut, yeah. and an unedited, you know? He's okay. not a freaking
0: Coppola, though. I don't think... I think the... If you want my honest opinion, I think Almost Samus is his cut. I think this is, like... If I had it... it this is the cut I wanted to see.
2: Oh, here we go. Oh, a bit more
0: Nick Schwartzen. Yeah, wow. Think about the movie we, we just kind of watched. The wrong missing Oh, It looks God. like now. Yeah. <laughs> wow, so young. Oh, but I was going to say, like, I think Almost Famous is the, is the cut that he knew would be, like, the Hollywood cut, you know?
1: I thought, then
2: that guy doesn't look like Bowie at all.
0: Yeah, not at all. Um, and I think that this is like, all right, if I had everything my way and people saw things the way I wanted to see them, this is what mm-hmm. it would look like. I still consider the original cut the masterpiece, you know? You know, there's a big argument about that. I'm not sure. Like, people used to say, what is Cameron Crowe's Magnus Opus? Is it Jerry Maguire or is it this? Mm -hmm. And I think now everyone says this. I I think now everyone says this, but there's a big debate because he only makes this because of Jerry Maguire. I think there was a famous podcast, right, that was like, what was the movie the directors made after the big hit? And this was one of the successes. I know it wasn't a financial success early on, but now it's considered, you know, one of the greats of all time.
2: Well, and that's the interesting thing that why it was also almost named Untitled, again, the whole Zeppelin fourth album and what what fourth albums usually mean to bands like really kind of like breaking away. And so I I'm going to say this and I'm going to look it up just to fact check myself. But as them being my favorite band of all time, I believe a night at the opera is Queen's fourth album. Ooh. Just to give you an idea of, I want to say it's it's Queen and then Queen two, and then is the album? It's the one with Killer Queen on it. So either whether that's sheer heart attack or there's I know the, what it looks like. Yeah. yeah, it's the one that they're like looking up and it's yeah. black.
0: So. Then Night at the Opera. Then Day at the Races. Yeah, then Day at the Races. Then what's the one? I know the cover.
2: With the robot, News of the World. The robot, News of the World, and then
0: it's jazz, right?
2: I think. I'm going to look it up. No, because then there's also... Flash Gordon. (laughs) I'll look it up.
0: This is great. This is a highlight of the film. Just their conversation.
2: Oh, what a fun... Again, to talk... To bring something <laughs> from Origins. But, so, right before this, Francis McNorman and Billy Crudup were on a stage adaptation of yes. Oedipus. Yes, I
0: forgot about that. Together, yeah. Like, and so they were like, Oedipus he, and Oedipus' mom. I don't know yeah, what Yeah, she
1: is.
2: plays his mom. He's Oedipus. She plays the mom. And so... The first take (laughs) of this. I... I guess... So it was on... um, It's interesting because the way that they were telling it, it almost sounded like they were by one another because they both... Maybe that's how
0: they shot it. Who knows? Maybe. But it was like... Or it might have only been from Francis's side. Definitely from Francis's side. But it was very sexual in the. Yeah, he's like, oh, that's like, more sexually
2: charged than. <laughs> and and and, and, and she, yeah. Then they said they laugh because they're like, well, you realize like we were just in this play together.
0: <laughs> Which is weird, like because he's not that much younger than her.
2: No,
1: I think she
0: definitely not. was aged up and he was aged down
2: or something. right? I think he, she's like, eleven or twelve years old. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah.
1: Dry Michigan.
2: Okay, so discography for Queen. Yeah, sheer heart attack and the night of the opera. So yeah, just to you know, fourth album. So That's just um, so. Especially what, for bands of that time. What comes next? Because I now I need to know. Day of the races, news mm-hmm. of the world, jazz, the game, the game. That's okay, the so one. we, we were I knew right, we were yeah we were right until jazz and then. Yeah, yeah the then game, it's The game, game, Flash Gordon, Hot Space, The Works, A Kind of Magic, The Miracle, Innuendo, Made in Heaven, posthumous. Gotcha.
0: So back to being your favorite band, huh? The movie didn't ruin it for you.
2: No, they're still my favorite band. I just can't, even though they're my favorite band, still, I just can't listen to them as much.
0: <laughs> Whoa, the, they don't do this in the movie. Like, yeah, they, they do. But not, to, I think it was a different shot, no? I thought it just pulls to him coming there. You could be right.
2: Oh, you know what I think is in this movie when they eventually are in New York and they say they play at the Palladium. They do like play all four songs, like Jesus. In a row or something.
0: Jesus, we have about an hour left, so. But at least. So I'd say
2: like two hours and forty-two minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the original It was just like two oh five or something like that. Two hours and two minutes, okay. yeah. No, so yeah, forty minutes longer. And considering we know one
0: of those is an eight minute scene. Well, if they do it. If they do it. You're right. A lot of Miller High Life here. Very popular beer of the era.
2: Oh, is this uh when they bring Jimmy Fallon? Yes. Yeah.
0: Think about it. In this cut, he doesn't come into this movie till an hour and 40 minutes in.
2: Is that how... Yeah? Wow.
0: It's crazy, right?
2: Yeah, and just to hear his stories, like, it just... I, I guess since they shot in order, that helped them build so much more of a bond. Because, like, when I'm like, he's not like hes in this movie a whole lot, but it just seems like he built such good friendships with everybody.
0: So, you watch The Last Dance, right? Yes. So, like, Steve Kerr is featured in that, and he's a really big deal. But he's the Croatian. No, he's like blonde. uh, His dad died in like Lebanon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And the big like, he wouldn't have been featured that as much in that documentary if it wasn't for the fact that he's like coached three championship teams with the Warriors now. You know, I think I bring it up because I think Jimmy Fallon's in Origins more because he's Jimmy Fallon today. You know, one hundred percent. We're gonna get Jimmy Fallon. Let's get Jimmy Fallon.
2: Yeah. And of course, and then on Origins, he is Jimmy Fallon, just doing his booty. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Hey, I, I'm not a Jimmy Fallon hater by any means, but he does say like, yeah, I was on SNL and i laughing at everything. He's like, and I ruined takes in this because I'm laughing.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I mean, some people have said he's like a kind of a dick sometimes, but like 99% of the time on camera, he's the same guy. So you have to give him credit for just like not, you know, being consistent.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
0: He's really young, too.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wonder how old he was at the time. This is... (laughs) I mean, he's got to be, like, what, 45 now, probably?
0: I mean, he was on SNL when we were in high school.
2: Jimmy Fallon Fallon is 45 years old. So, yeah, he's 25 years old.
1: Wow. (laughs) Wow.
0: I didn't invent the rainy day. I just owned the best umbrella. That's a cool thing to say.
2: No, he, he nails this part. He really does a fantastic job with the, like what this character stands for in the film.
0: Cameron Crowe is a better director of these kind of people, like Jimmy Fallon, than Hoffman. I mean, Hoffman's amazing in this, and Cameron Crowe does a great job. You know, But like, there was some tension there, because he's not like an auteur it's about like the writing and the story and i think that's easier to communicate to a jimmy fallon
2: he's good at drafting from like this rawness and there's more re- real characters and and you get that from these actors that just don't have many credits mm-hmm. to their names whether i mean you know billy cordob again was in a bunch of you know stage performances and even i mean patrick Fugit was uh, He said he was like doing some stage acting But this is his first movie It's just
0: crazy And Jason Lee again He's what, the only in Kevin Smith films before this? And Skateboarder? Yeah (laughs) At the time when this is shot You walk into this room And It's a room of unknowns largely I'm sorry? It's a room of unknowns, I'm saying. at the, Yeah. Sorry, like in yeah. 99 when they shot this. I always loved this, and I, every time I watch this film, I always forget that it happens. Mm-hmm. When she's just kind of dancing around this ballroom. It's such a nice image. With all the garbage on the ground.
2: Yeah, she's just like listening to the music in her head. And just...
0: She's so California, Kate Hudson, like when you hear her on the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a big like New York filmmaker, New York guy, but this is a very California film.
2: You know, and Cameron Crowe is just so yeah. like California, too. Absolutely. Maybe that's why there's a so so Hoffman California.
0: tension, you know? Yeah. The curmudgeons are the New York actors. Like
1: <laughs>
0: Billy Crudup, Philip Zimmer Hoffman, and... It's definitely not as long in the original, like, it's just like briefing...
2: Yeah. Not brief, but you know what I mean, like it's her dancing around person now she's like more in solace. I always love
0: this, like how they're just like fanned out. Yeah.
2: I loved hearing that Billy Crudup was like tripping Jimmy Fallon. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, the Lord. he says he was like so self conscious of it you even see him like if Yeah the shot I oh, mean. He was almost tripped back. on the stairs there. though. Oh, uh, food scene? I, I guess. <laughs> $50 in a case of Heineken? And that's Mitch Hedberg,
0: the late comedian. Yes, yeah. Which is so crazy. I feel like in another lifetime, Boston. Kyle, you could be a roadie.
2: Oh, yeah. That would be awesome.
0: I feel like that, like maybe not, like this era, you're not so into the music as you were at the time, but a roadie in the 70s?
2: Yeah. Just like hang out with cool people. Drive a van, um, probably lift heavy things. <laughs> I was built to be a roach. I really was. Yeah.
0: You're in the wrong era. Oh, Mitch Hedberg, don't do drugs. I know it's not probably. Well, who knows what's in there? Never mind. I was gonna. Say. I don't think we see that in the.
2: No, he didn't have any talking. I don't think any, any lines in the uh, original cut. If anything, it was just like talk, like throwing a car down, or like you know, it wasn't like.
1: Red Dog
0: (laughs) Is Red Dog one of your dad's friends
2: Be good to them Reg I will $50 (laughs) and a case of Heineken
0: But uh, she, she later asked what beer Heineken at the time was not Heineken today. You know it's that's an a import. Fancy import, yeah. Yeah.
2: My dad oh, he's like share. He's just like he remembers like having a Heineken for the first. time. <laughs> really, that's crazy. Like they, there was a place like a special. It was like, oh, they've got Heineken. Oh my god. Let <laughs> you think about that.
0: I if I had a, if I have a child who's famous. My advice is going to be, like, if you have a significant other, mm-hmm. just make sure, like, you know, I don't know. But, like, it's tough to be on the road when you're young. Everyone's partying and be faithful, you know. It's a tough thing to do. I, I would I would advise against.
2: Being in a relationship?
0: Yeah, unless there was some kind of understanding, Yeah, you know.
2: Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, it's just not worth it right now. This is new. Yes. Oh, God.
0: If you know... Sorry, it just pisses me off. If you know you're going to be leaving her soon or having to, like, kind of have it go away, why are you, like...
1: You age know I mean? unknown.
2: <laughs> it's funny and weird.
0: <laughs> but why are you, like, doing
2: something so... I guess to make the blow but that easier. never works. That's worse. No, exactly. I know, but people, you know, you just have to... You're just hoping for that, like, one time it works. <laughs>
0: So yeah, if if you just decided to listen to this episode and not order this DVD and rewatch it, um, they're having a little birthday for Penny Lane here. That's not in the original cut. Yeah,
2: this is soon. This is the scene, or this location, I should say, um, is where he tells her like you were traded for, or. <laughs> n- n- no doesn't he do that like no it's
0: it is here yeah because it's like a field i guess it's a field yeah Yeah. outside
2: yeah and this makes more sense because this was a scene where she was saying that they were both having she was having a really tough time just it was a you know as far as just like a day to get in the right space and they had very little time And i'm like how did they have very little time at like this field (laughs) it's because they were shooting this scene too
0: yeah that makes sense I can't wait to get to the Central Park scene because that was one of my favorite stories. It's a big piece of cake. What's your favorite Kate Hudson movie that's not this? Some people say, like, this is her greatest film and she peaked at this point. I think that's mean. but
2: That's mean, but it still might be her...
0: It's her greatest film. It doesn't mean she, like, also, she's really young still. Yeah. She, <laughs> she has a full career ahead of her. She pretty much... You know, I don't think she's faded away, or in, by any means. I think you know she does what she wants to do.
2: I follow her on Instagram, and I'm in love with her.
0: I have another person named Kate Hudson who frequently guests on High School Slumber Party. Not the same one.
2: No. Um, hmm. I'm scrolling through her, you know, I love it. Like the two movies that with Matthew McConaughey. Both. Yeah.
0: Fool's Gold. Yeah. I don't think I've seen Fool's Gold, but How to Lose a Guy is. Classic rom-com Yeah You might not be a fan Of rom-coms And you might not like it But if you're a fan Of rom-coms How to lose a guy In 10 days But it's very like Rom-com-y It's like Doom doom do music I like in How to lose a guy um, His friends Like one of them Is like Adam Goldberg And the other one Is like
2: What's this guy's name?
0: He's like from Reno 911
2: Oh Thomas London Right Is that his yeah. name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, How to Lose a Guy in 10, Fool's Gold, um, You, mean and Dupree is kind of silly. And...
0: Nicole likes this movie where she does with Gael Garcia Bernal, where she's like dying of cancer. Ugh. And,
2: but it takes place, it's a very
0: New Orleans movie. Oh. Because they have like a big New Orleans funeral. Spoiler, she dies of cancer.
2: I never saw Rock the Casbah. With I never saw Elmer. it. Yeah, this is the...
0: Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Can you try to find that uh, movie I'm talking about quickly? So
2: it's Kate Hus- Hus- Hudson and... Do you Bernal.
0: Know, could you give me, like... <laughs> I have no idea, but, like, think of a movie title where it seems like she has cancer. I think he might be her doctor. But...
2: Is it Wish I Was Here? That one was Zach Braff? No, it? no,
1: no, no,
0: okay. no. I wouldn't have, like, just pointed him out and not mentioned Zach Braff. Let me see.
2: Oh, A Little Bit of Heaven.
0: That's what it's called? I never saw it, but I remember we were on a plane and Nicole was crying.
2: (laughs) Directed by Nicole Cassell, who also directed, let's see, ooh, three episodes of uh, Watchmen Season.
0: Ouch, 4%. Rotten Tomatoes, A Little Bit of Heaven. Four percent, fifty-two percent by the audience. So clearly,
2: you know, it's hit or miss. Directed by someone that directs a lot of television. Gotcha. I thought that. Yeah.
0: So this is when, like you said, Peter Dinklage is in. Really. Uh, Kathy Bates, The Enemy. So yeah, this is uh when they have their little conversation about
2: Whoopi how Goldberg.
0: Damn maybe it's underage definitely not 4% trust me I've seen a lot worse movies even though I didn't watch this movie ent- entirely but <laughs> are you do you know Humble Pie
2: I no like, could
0: you name a song like cause I can't but like I know of and if you like oh
2: no, not off the top no.
0: yeah me either it's a cool name so yeah, name, I mean, name. yeah.
2: I mean, I'm definitely more familiar with like you know Frampton comes alive and that era of Frampton. What kind of beer? Oh,
0: uh, well, it's a Heineken baby. Okay.
2: Crossing the Queensboro the taxi opening, <laughs> but I hate when whenever they cross the Queensboro, they go in the wrong direction they go in the
0: wrong direction because it looks better, yeah, but yes, now they, they switched the it right now direction. they switched it, yeah, you know, they probably went back and forth a couple times
2: that's what yeah that's what they said that because he was really Patrick was really loopy during all this, and Cameron was in a van falling by and like, wake up Patrick. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's uh, something that I I think we'll share in High School Slumber Party, but we'll share it here now, too, is that since he was shooting chronologically, it was his first film, that he was, like, dead at the end of this. Like, he had to really... He was burnt out. Yeah. He didn't have the stamina for it. And you could kind of tell, but it
2: also kind of works. It works. Everything. That's one of the biggest things I took away from Origins was just how much... Just the similarities between the actors, like you know, as their real life, mm-hmm. you know, as, as themselves, and just how it translated to their on-screen characters—crazy. Leslie, <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey.
0: So the girlfriend is here.
2: She always freaked me out a little bit. She looks great.
0: Like she looked. Oh God, I don't remember this. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we pick up from We don't see that Because I know he comes back and... Yeah <laughs> And he still acts like that Yeah
1: Doug the thug Glass
2: It's gonna be the cover Imagine being Oh and Andy Leibovitz Is gonna shoot it Wow
0: I mean at the time It's not like Andy Leibovitz is still Well known But I don't think Like regular people Knew Andy Leibovitz uh.
2: Like just yeah i wonder which band was his first uh cover yeah oh i
0: keep going i'm not on your internet so sorry <laughs> i was going to look it up what i mean that's a famous place but i don't remember them like really highlighting that it was maxis kansas city yeah
2: you mean i-d man I feel like that guy's been like he's a real guy like he's been working there a while like, oh
0: you think it was one of those things where like camera Crowe was like oh well film viewer you could be in the movie and then he cut it yeah because they really showed like the yeah. front and they showed him with probably Max oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
2: As a little send-off for her character. I guess we never got, like, an official send-off. Yeah,
0: and they almost have something, too. Like, there's almost, like, one of those, like, sliding doors that he could have maybe just, like, fallen for her instead of Penny Lane. Yeah. See? She almost (laughs) is like, do I feel something about this guy? Yeah,
2: exactly. Do I want that older English guitar rich guy?
0: See, like... Yeah. I think if he puts... Theoretically, if he was into her and he put pressure there, like... Oh no, stay with me she might yeah. have considered it.
2: <laughs> I love what Jeff is wearing. Yeah, it's great. Cover rolling stone. I need to look
0: this
1: up.
2: damn it i'm gonna enjoy this oh so good um Penny's he's off wearing that beautiful blue dress
0: so his two big covers apparently were uh i don't know what was first the eagles like this is his cover story with the eagles in 75 okay and then there's a cover story with rolling stone Sorry, on Rolling Stone with Led Zeppelin. Like, around the same era.
1: Mm.
0: I don't know if he got to Rolling Stone this early. You know, I think he might have gotten there really in 75. I think he was working his way up other magazines at the time.
2: (laughs) Of course. You and your beady eyes.
0: But also... You know, Penny, you know you started trouble there, you know? Yeah. She the thing is like I don't feel terrible for Penny sometimes because she knew what she was getting into. The biggest dick in the equation is Russ. Mm
1: -hmm. You know
0: I mean she if they are in a relationship where they're exclusive and that's what they've said.
2: Yeah, like you know what you're doing. Like she said it early in the film. Like, oh no, he was a girlfriend. She just fell for him again. Yeah. You
0: know, she said she was retired and she fell for him. But, and the girlfriend, too, like, knows... I know he's on the Why road. Why
2: would... Oh, God, but you're getting up. I'm sure, I'm
0: sure Jeff Beebe's even told her that, like, oh, he's with groupies, you know. Yeah. And she tries to forget it.
2: He's oh, in, I'm sure that's what Jeff said to get, like...
0: like oh! <laughs> that's not in the... Which yeah. Which I'm glad because we... We get it revealed later yeah. that they had something.
2: Shut up, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Is that right? No, never mind. That's right by the Queensboro Bridge. Yeah. Okay.
0: Always hard to shoot in New York because there's so many anachronisms. Right, like you might get a building that wasn't built at that time. But I think they do a pretty good job here.
2: Yeah.
0: It's just like the Upper East Side. Well, now we go to the plaza. plaza, Yeah,
2: Yeah. which they actually stayed at the plaza.
0: (laughs) Oh, because, yeah, I mean, once we get to the Central Park scene, we'll get to maybe my favorite story from Origins. It's not Hoffman
2: related. Ugh. Uh, the one that we didn't share of Hoffman is the earliest stage of him in this process, which is he's not he's not going to read for them,
0: oh yes, yes,
2: that's crazy, that's like you know that's a pretty. That's a bold move to say like, no, I'm not going to read for you, but he comes in and Cameron Crowe sounds like he has, he really does, does sound like an actor's director Yeah, and loves and just like... A a, a certain kind of actor though. Yes. But I think, I think the actors that just want to truly like, I don't know, as almost in the sense of like what, like people want to do with the musicians in this movie and just like... Bond, and they're just like...
0: Oh, in that sense, yeah. So then, I think from your perspective of what you're saying, I don't think Philip Seymour Hoffman is a director's actor. No. If that makes sense, you know? I, or maybe he is. I don't know. But he's someone who... Look, this guy's already probably directing stage plays and whatever. He's working with actors. Hoffman, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, for him to not want to read, I don't know. I don't know.
2: But he comes in and... I, when I listen to it so I'm like oh I know Brian loved this part where he goes on some lack of a better word tirade in a very Lester Bang sense on the uh, Martin Scorsese American Express commercial <laughs> slash billboard which I watched advertisements. That, like, yeah we written, watched that recently yeah, yeah. oh yeah and yeah uh, and yeah, and, and he left and Cameron Crow was like Huh, like man, like I don't, I don't know how I feel right now. And then, what again? Was it? Um, why am I blanking on her name? I just said it before, Nancy Wilson. Nancy Wilson. That was like no. I think no. It was the cast. Mr. It was cast director. Director. It was like no. He did just yeah. audition for us. Like, oh wow! Yeah, he did. That was, that was that was brilliant. So even at that moment, I think he should have. Because you're the director, so I'm going to put it a little bit on Cameron Crowe. He should have realized what kind of actor Phil Strummer Hoffman was, was. So I think, like, doing something like playing a song while he's, you know, during that one scene. Where then he's just like, why do you think that you know the song that should be playing right now?
0: For me, just discuss it. Yeah. You know, just be like... Yeah, communication, that's the... If you're bringing on, like, a, a Hoffman, I know he's not the biggest name in the world at the time. But if you're bringing on someone like that, who clearly takes his craft seriously, just ask. This is my process... know, What do you think about it? With a William, it's a different story. William's new, you know? Yeah. High school graduation scene, very important. Splice with this uh, overdose scene. Kyle, I really have to blow my nose. So I will be blowing my nose away from the microphone. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, this is is almost, this is, in a, in a, a weird way, this is a different type of graduation for William this is him becoming the adult on the road and is taking care of at this point he's kind of been taken care of by so many people by russell by penny by just everyone he's been meeting and then also patrick by cameron oh, this mm-hmm. is the, this is the part part that i have a little bit of the problem with when he when he kisses her like that um but yeah, so it's just like, this is finally then he's taking care of her and kind of, you know, calls them and saves her life.
0: Again, at least, sorry I'm back, but at least it didn't go further than kissing or whatever. I think he was still kind. I wish the kiss was It was very,
2: very innocent, but it's just... It's a little, and you it, know. It, it, he
0: felt like it was the first time he could actually say what he felt. hmm. But this is...
2: Emily. Well, no, he just says Emily. Yeah. She says, yeah. yeah.
0: I think in the next scene you find out yeah, really when they were
2: walking. Yeah.
0: So, you know, I was alluding to it.
2: But
1: My
0: like you mentioned, Kyle, the last shooting from a majority of the cast is in New York. And in this next Central Park scene that we're going to get to, apparently Kate Hudson. <laughs> Went out all night and To party with Billy Crudup And everyone else Yeah
2: and Jason Lee Because it was their last Day of shooting Yeah the, You know The two guys and I'm guessing
0: they shot Everything else In order And then like Maybe New York Wasn't available to them till later in the film I
1: mean yeah Yes,
0: you're a big Stevie Wonder fan, the way it's cut to
1: it
2: well, I love a song that's used in like some like a weird quirky juxtaposition. There
0: we go, classic central park scene, beautiful. she's talking about how she got into the game, Rolling Stones concert, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so she was actually like hungover and super tired. She didn't sleep at all. She looked like shit. I think that she said the makeup director was like, "Oh my god, or something yeah, like a like Cameron see yeah. you,
2: like cuz like in your out the night before." Oh, and that's my favorite part. He does, they're trying to kind of like hide her. He does see her and goes, "Rock and roll." <laughs> He's just he seems like a really cool dude.
0: I hate to say this and I know Cameron Crowe's not listening. He does seem like a really cool dude. I just wish his late, his later career decisions haven't been the best. And I'm not talking about We Bought a Zoo. That's like a whatever movie. But like Aloha, was it? Yeah. Like that's why he's... not. I'm not saying he's blacklisted, but that's why he kind of has laid low. Because he like took a, took a script, made all the actors white in Hawaii, and took it from there.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> not very popular thing to do today. I
2: wanted to... They had that... Sh- uh... <laughs> I think the TV series was called, like, Roadies or something like that. And I, there was one season, it was on Showtime, and it was good. It was, like, the same thing like that. That like, was him? Like, he did it? Yeah. And I was excited.
0: He's great. I think, you know... I don't know, maybe he's, he's looking for his next great project. That's what I like to think.
2: He said, um... On Origins... Oh, should I, should I that... Okay. that so the original idea for this movie was uh, very much more like...
0: Lady. That's her real name.
2: La- yeah. Um, Was... Well, it was Something Fedora was the guy's name.
0: Oh, it was supposed to be like about like a... Kind of like a, a British, British... More like what this manager is, but much more hip and like...
2: Yeah, well, like a Peter Frampton. Or a Joey
0: Breaker. What? <laughs> it's a Joey Breaker. Because yeah. it's supposed <laughs> to be, like, a, a guy who negotiated stuff, yeah. too.
1: Yeah.
2: And, but. like, his story with, like, finding his biggest love in Penny Lane. Because, yeah. But, and he wanted Bowie to play that character. Which would and have then, been amazing. Amazing. And then he said to Bowie at one point, you know, this was all, this all came to be because of a movie I had an idea that was going to start. You. And he's like, oh. And he's just like, well, you you will have to put me in the next one then and then and then he said he so then Cameron Crowe said i mean Bowie was what now four years ago five years ago yeah um he said that like yeah and then I was writing one for him and then he passed away so like I don't know if that yeah, yeah. that would have
0: been so cool Bowie needed to act more that's for sure but oh oh so just quickly just to tie a bow on the central park scene as we see William say goodbye to her from the airport he was this is like one of his last scenes and he was so tired on the set and they both got like they both thought they got especially Kate Hudson thought she got it in like two takes Yeah. and Cameron kept making her do it and making her do it and she got like pissed off and she was like no and then Cameron later apologized he was like "Um, yeah you know you did get it in two takes yeah it's amazing that such a successful director, even at this time, is still kind of getting his feet wet. Because he didn't grow up doing movies, you know? He grew up doing something else.
2: Did he, but... he didn't go to film school,
0: Yeah. The famous airplane scene.
2: Yeah, this took two days to shoot, and supposedly, like, they all were like, yeah, kind of like it sounded like Jason Lee particularly didn't really like it, which added again to just like his tension and <laughs> how he is, how Jeff is in this.
0: And they actually shot this on an airplane, right? No kidding. <laughs> I always remember like this being a little CG.
2: Yeah. I love the pilots at the end of this. (laughs) I know the plane is supposed to make them get to gigs faster and stuff like that, but clearly it's a small plane that like not all their equipment is on. Obviously not the roadies are on. So I'm assuming they're still on buses. And try like a tractor trailer that drives the next location. Uh
0: yes, that's what I imagine. Or I think I think some concerts will have two crews.
2: Oh, one that yeah, one that goes ahead and sets up. Yeah, yeah.
0: So you're kind of.
2: It's like you're on one. The next one leaves the one and goes to the one. one yes, after the
0: that. second, yeah. like the yeah. yeah, the one after yeah. that. Which you would think, like, oh, I guess I'm like, oh, wouldn't that be more expensive? But you're doing twice the show, so you're making
1: more money. Yeah. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> god. Oh god, I forgot about this. Martha. <sighs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Jeff Beebe. Did we miss when he has the Jeff Beebe band shirt? We must have. We must have, yeah. Unless it's at the end when they're fighting about what's in the Rolling Stone article. But whatever, we'll get there. Yeah. He's not wrong. Oh, God, this airplane scene.
2: Peggy Sue Peggy Sue <laughs> Oh shut up
0: I love that I love that
2: <laughs> This is edited fantastic
0: Yeah This was nominated For best editing
2: at Oh Oscars. awesome yeah.
0: It only won best Screenplay
2: Yeah Which
0: okay. But uh, What's her name Kate Odson was one of the favorites To win best supporting actress Yeah but a Marcia Gay Harden one. She won the Golden Globe, though. For Pollock. Pollock, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think this one Golden Globe for Best Picture in comedy. Yeah,
0: but com- yeah, Comedy Musical. I guess that's a little bit of both.
2: <laughs> yeah. Makes more sense than The Martian. He <laughs> threw her away.
0: <laughs> I think just side note that musicals could be in both categories for drama and comedy. I don't think Yes. I don't know how that ages, you know. Like how the punchline of it is that he's gay. But it is the seventies. It's
2: well that's that's the one thing where like it's Okay, so like I mean and Yes, is he like oh shit? Like I just like let it go or whatever. I just like am I
1: <laughs> sweet relief? <How laughs> you? Dear God.
2: But yeah, so it's yeah. Does it like because it's definitely at the time it's like okay, like, a, like oh, taboo and w- w- in, in that sense. But if you do look at it more as what they're saying from the period, yeah. It works It's not like Oh man It's a great fucking moment
0: I always called this The behind the music scene Because whenever you Would watch behind the music On VH1
2: The bland hallway Yeah but it would always Be
0: about like And then we had a moment Where we landed in an airport And we took five separate jets To five separate cities And <laughs> didn't talk for three years I love Jeff Beebe <laughs> I really do
2: Maybe you're Jeff Beebe
0: I think maybe like I'd I'd want to be Jeff BB, but I don't think
2: I No I'm just saying when you said like if we have to say who's who I just don't yeah I, I, I don't know I'm not No I don't think either of us are any of them.
0: <laughs> That's why we're not successful <laughs> I love this I love this
2: Write what you want. Can I get that in writing? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I say. Can I get you recording saying right? It's such a nice moment, and then he's such a dick. Like, that seems like the arc moment, right? Yeah, like, you
0: could have some movies where, like, he submits it, he writes yeah. the article, he becomes famous, and then maybe he comes home and his mom's happy. Yeah. But this is better, honestly. Before they move to New York? They say once they move, it's sold out. But how many like national magazines are based in San Francisco, you know,
2: yeah <laughs> this was't in there. no, <laughs> I would
0: have probably still lied.'d be like, oh, you know, I just look young. <laughs> Because, like, they've all... Remember, this is the day of, like, not not computers like we have today. Yeah. So when you're working on a cover story, everyone's fucking doing, like, everything. Coloring it, you know. If It was me like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: See that, like, without, like... Now knowing that Ben Fontora became like a mentor to him, that seems like such like oh baby like you're in for it like I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you in.
0: I love his shirt. It's like a Bob Ross painting almost. Ben Funtora. Just...
2: <laughs> oh, I just, I, just, I just said Ben Funtora. <laughs> Yeah, editing, fantastic.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what did I just watch? Oh, we finally—I know you love uh, Jessica Chastain. Love Jessica Chastain. I'm assuming you've seen Molly's Game. Yeah, we wa- that was a movie that Danielle and I were supposed to see like on our like third date, and there, I guess, uh, tickets were sold out for some reason. Mm-hmm. It was a big movie. End up seeing like Darkest Hour instead. Uh, we watched it for the first time the other day. I didn't think it was that great. Um, I was like, huh, something's like odd about this. And then I saw that it was like written and directed by Aaron Sork. And I'm like, uh,
0: if you want to yeah. say like, I like Molly's game cause I like Jessica Chastain and I think her performance is good. But if you want to say like where it's deficient, it's that, but let's yeah. talk about Hoffman and then we can get back to Molly's <laughs> yeah, yeah, game. Here
1: we go, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're both not fans of that. FYI.
2: They make you feel cool.
0: But this is the greatest scene of all time.
2: You're not cool. <laughs> and then we get like the one of the greatest lines of all time. But
0: it's, a, it's the essence of the entire film. It really is.
2: I love the lighting. Good looking people, <laughs> no spine.
0: Love disguises sex and sex disguises love. I always forget that part.
1: Oh,
2: so good, but. <laughs> Say it. Yeah, here we go. The only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else who, when you're uncool.
0: Nice. <sighs> nice. I love it. Be honest and unmerciful. Ugh. Ugh.
2: Dark, lively. <laughs> I love what are those things called that like hold the cigarette like that?
0: I don't know. I don't remember what they're called, but they're cool. It's like de Devil has one. Yeah. That's what I always <laughs> think of. Is it the Jeff
2: Beatty Band shirt? Tell me it's the Jeff Beatty I think band it's shirt. called like a Saguage or something like that. Like it's like a.
0: Yes, it is. Look, he's wearing it. The Jeff B.B. Band shirt. Awesome. It's a very simple shirt, but once it. I love it. We're like the average. It makes us seem like we're the average band trying to come to grips with success. It's like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: literally what you are. <laughs> Do a close up. You are a dick. <laughs> this is when the basis like says like see yeah, Jeff Beebe that's so good He kind of looks like a the kid oh yeah I'm a golden guy and, and honestly he,
0: uh, Russell was in on it before he found out that part yeah like he was like whatever
2: no he was or did I. The Jeff Bebe shirt kind of looks like George Harrison. (laughs) Uh, This is extra.
0: Yeah, they don't show like, oh shit.
2: (laughs) That's funny, Jimmy Fallon. Nervous about. Because now
0: he's like linked with this band forever because all these guys know he murdered someone. Yeah. Well, not, you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, so we don't see this. Yeah. He's, like, right on. Wait, what? Oh, that's cool. What? He has one open hand and one closed hand. It's like, if you can only have one thing, what are you going to choose? And most people are going to choose the closed hand. Yeah. Because, oh, but there was nothing in there. (laughs)
2: Um, that's a great little extra thing I I, I get she's doing her job but she's such a bitch (laughs) sorry which if they're
0: (laughs) I don't I don't know if she's based on a real person but it is kind of not the greatest portrayal
2: yeah I don't think Cameron Crowe ever had a moment like this. He had the moment of the you know Greg Allman taking the tapes, but I don't think he ever had a moment where the band denied stuff. I don't think.
0: I don't. I've read somewhere that he might have, like with the Eagles. Oh. But then I'm not sure. Like you know, don't quote me on that.
2: But I don't think it, I think if anything, it wasn't like saying that like stuff is a fabrication. I think it was more like, no, we're just like no, we're hmm. contesting or something.
0: But I'm sure it happened, you know
2: (laughs) You have a nice day Yeah Oh, she said Don't say
0: Oh, she Or maybe we are looking at each other (laughs) Oh, her little curly
2: Yeah Weirds me out (laughs)
1: Anywhere in the world I love it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when I first saw it, I thought he was going to go to Morocco. That's yeah, how it was going to yeah. end, but then this isn't even so a surprise. Perfect. She's like so pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> she gets both her children back.
2: Yeah. Oh, happy mom. Oh. Mm. She looks like she's in like a Star Trek uniform.
0: <laughs> She fits in so well, like with.
1: <laughs> I love
0: it. She fits in so well, like with. Uh... She's such a throwback, so you know. You know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, she was in that, like, <laughs> I forgive you. <laughs> she... Or, she was in the modern, like, hip with Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where she mm-hmm. wears very space-age clothes as well.
1: I didn't apologize.
0: You're telegraphing lines, Kyle. Sorry. You're spoiling it for those few Uh, few who got this DVD.
2: I love that. I used to take those. Please do not disturb from hotels.
0: (laughs) So either we're going to get this scene here or we're not. Um, The stairway scene.
2: I feel like collectively we might have gotten around... 40 minute or like closer to 40 minutes that like if it's that eight minutes listening to Stairway like I don't I don't think let's put it this way I don't think we've only gotten 32 minutes of stuff you yeah. know
0: yeah we're on I don't know what we're on, on the timestamp stamp here but in terms of our recording it's like two hours and 30 minutes right now
2: okay yeah we can get this
1: Huh?
0: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is nice. They like make up.
2: Yeah, but I, get, you know, but one of my one of my favorite shots at the end of the movie is when they're like leaning against and they hug on stage.
0: True. Okay. Yeah. So
2: that's just like a, such a nice, simple thing. But I, I am liking this.
0: As someone who, not that I'm a writer, a published writer, but as someone who writes you write a lot of these scenes because you almost want to over get your point across mm-hmm. and I guess <laughs> we don't see it a lot but sometimes they get shot but when you're cutting it you realize oh you're ready getting that across you yeah. know
2: well because they both have such great smiles they really like a, yeah just very natural yeah because this this Cameron Crowe said that this is one of his favorite moments is and just like a very important line and understanding what this movie what those characters are about what the music is about
1: huh
0: that's great yeah
2: damn interesting
0: yeah i mean editing they say it's an art form, but I almost think that like insults it <laughs> I always saw editing as a science, you know just the, well the ability it's
2: to, it's two there's just two different types of editing
0: but people think that I'm insulting it no i'm I'm thinking it as a plus like like a good editor to me is like so like they have a, such a scientific understanding of pace and what the person is going to it's see. much more
2: closer to being the the conductor. Of the piece, and the you but know,
0: I don't yeah I don't consider the conductor an artist yeah, yeah, yeah. you know but it's super important
2: and it hurts so much. Uh, I like the look of that kitchen.
0: Yeah, I know you're a white wall guy, but. No, but I like no blues.
2: I like blues. This room would be painted blue if I had my way. You see, I have the blue rug.
0: So. True, true. Yeah, I, I can't do the white wall thing. Like, I, it, it drives me... No, it just drives me crazy being here, to be clear. <laughs> I mean, like, to, to live in it, like it... I feel like I'm in a, like, The Matrix...
2: All the time, you know? <laughs> well, it de- depends on like what, like, if you have, like, nice, deep, dark hardwood floors or something, and, like, what you have hanging on the walls. I, I just love it. Because like... it makes things pop. But I would still probably have, I would never have, like, four white walls. It would be, like, there would be, like, an accent wall in there.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm not against, like, white room or white hallways, but, and I know, again, you're renting this apartment. It's a very different story. So this
2: is more, this is, like, an eggshell. But you know, like I know client, people who their, every
0: every wall in their home is white. Yeah, you know. No, it's no, just too much. Like, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't actually like criticizing your walls. In
1: white room with black curtains.
0: You should get black curtains so that everyone, like, everyone of your dad's friends who comes. Yeah. <laughs> when this. I always have my when I have all my dad's <laughs> friends over, all Gary's friends. Yep. From those, the peddler, those,
2: those fuckers. <laughs>
0: The the wait the, sorry, the karaoke guy, I forgot his name. Alan. He kinda looks like uh, the drummer here. The drummer's a little bit more heavy set, but he's kinda got that like
2: No, if anything, he looks like their um their original manager. Oh yeah, I can see that too. It's the stash. <laughs> Is she here? <laughs> And this was something that they did a bunch of takes of, and Zoe Deschanel said she was just becoming so loose that she does this little like hip thing. Oh, they kept it, which yeah. was yeah, which is something that like I always like from the first time I watched. I'm like, oh, that's, not, that's nice. It was something I really <laughs> I enjoyed.
0: And then like he's
2: like he starts, yeah, he's having a Kaiser Soze moment, <laughs> of putting it all together. Which I don't
0: think this happened like this. I know, um, Cameron Crowe has talked about. I don't even know if it was in Origins. It might have been. I knew in other interviews he's talked about having uh, not what's the other Allman we said, Greg Allman in his bedroom apologizing.
2: Oh no, he didn't share that in Origins.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's, wow, uh, that's awesome. Or about something. I forgot what it was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It might it might have been the tapes. It might have been something else. Even you know, and he just like combined the story, but it wasn't tricked. From a trick from Penny Lane or anything like that Mm -hmm. but it's such a great addition to it the fact that he doesn't know he comes and he realizes it and he's like I might as well apologize to this kid
2: yeah so that's the I mean do you think okay he goes to Penny Lane do you think the only other way than her tricking him to go here is if he went and he met up with her and she's like like
0: apologize to William yeah Yeah, I think he does it then but I think his priority is not William it's Penny you know
2: I love when he's like sitting down and then when he gets really into like about to like get into the interview he like turns the chair backwards
0: <laughs> very uh AC Slater
2: yeah great jacket I could never pull that off it's only for skinny guys Wait, why do you say
0: never then you never know
2: I'm never going to be skinny. But you could get a bigger size. It doesn't work for bigger guys. Uh, I thought you meant that specific jacket. No, I I just meant like that. Look,
0: that's... You know what I don't do, can't do? Suede.
2: No, I mean... Uh, okay.
0: But, like, just jeans and a white t-shirt. I know a lot of guys do that. Like, that's not... Like, have you ever seen me wear that? Like, that's not... Yeah. That's not me. I don't know what... (laughs)
2: Our friend Dan Farr is a big fan of jeans and a black T-shirt. True,
0: which I don't even think I could do either. Like yeah. I have plain T-shirts, but I guess no. the
2: closest I've come is I have those like the T-shirts that are the three buttons. I've done yeah, that. but that's different.
0: That there's like character to yeah, those shirts. Show a little, you know? little hamburger. Like he's wearing one, right? Yeah, Russell. Sorry, pronouns. So he had already called. So that was a form of apology. Maybe he was just gonna oh let
2: him, he let him yeah. see it by surprise.
0: Oh. So that kind of like proves his integrity.
2: Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I didn't realize that. So it's interesting. So I guess the story ends up being like I mean, obviously some parts of being on the road, but about the plane, you know, since like when Ben was reading that initial line. Well, that's right? just how it's
0: starting, and then it's like, how did I get here? I yeah, that's but what it's the story just like, like,
2: but but he, but he did write a whole piece that didn't include an interview with Russell, but, right? That's kind of,
0: I'm guessing, like this is my imagining of it, just in, like the time frame to begin with. Everything I think that They went with another story And cut the story entirely In my imagination It's going to be on the next Cover of Rolling Stone mm-hmm. Yeah
2: No more airplanes tour Great man <laughs> Yeah this, this This part Oh no. the kiss So, so
0: we I'm didn't get first. the We didn't get the stairway Nah Denied like, Yeah I guess that's why Maybe it's like Hey we're releasing this Like rare bootleg edition Is it worth paying for it When they rarely give it out
1: Yeah
2: What is she gonna be doing in Morocco?
0: <laughs> Traveling? You you travel? She gonna travel?
2: She's like early seventies in Morocco, single white girl.
0: <laughs> what are you saying?
2: It's Difficult. It was. I was walking through the streets of Tangiers. I, I felt a little uh, like I wouldn't. I was with a group. I was like, I'm happy. I'm with a group. <laughs>
0: I guess we don't even get that full concert either, which is fine. <laughs> I didn't need yeah. I didn't need four songs. Fade to black, a lot of black.
2: <laughs> just letting you're just supposed to get into the music, close your eyes, and just listen to Zeppelin.
0: <laughs> Did the T V show up? Oh, okay. <laughs> Why do you have some of those Polaroids in your bedroom, Kyle? <laughs>
2: Ooh, Cameron Crow not going like directed by Cameron Crow. A Cameron Crow
0: joint. <laughs> so that's almost famous. The bootleg cut, as they call it. Untitled. So glad we could watch it and and talk about it because I'd never seen this edition. You'd never seen this edition. We got some a little bit of extra Hoffman, but we were able to share this knowledge that we got from again the Origins podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but also other stuff and just perspective and time it was nice to see again um but of course you know hoff fans out there you gotta you gotta vote for what's gonna be our featured movie next time we're here in two weeks and just a reminder happiness is still on the ballot that almost won you 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 were the deciding vote last time so it has to be favored and i'm gonna spin the wheel of hoffman are you ready kyle i am ready wheel of hoffman Sorry, this, this wheel app has sound effects. But the winner is a Civil War tale, Cold Mountain. Ooh, wow. So Jeez. Cold Mountain versus Happiness. That's, that's an interesting, interesting <laughs> Two battle. Two of the most different movies ever. <laughs> I'm movie. very curious who's going to win this one. Cold Mountain or Happiness. Uh, who do you think is going to win, Kyle.
2: Happiness.
0: Honestly, Haw fans can be a little quirky, and I think you're right. You know, yeah. Cold Mountain He was nominated for Golden Globe, but you never hear people talk about him being in that film.
2: No, no, and uh, you know, it's a it's a small role. It's it's, it's a good role. one though. It's a good one though. So we shall see. What's
0: the happiness runtime? I'm curious. Happiness runtime: two hours and twenty minutes.
2: Why? <laughs> and Cold Mountain's not short. Anymore.
0: No, that's why I say that. So, you know, we got some marathons. He was not in a lot of short movies, we'll put it that way. Runtime: Cold Mountain runtime, Two hours and 34 minutes. So, yeah, be cold, but Cold Mountain will be fun. I like that movie. As if what I can remember. And Happiness, I've never watched it with another person. So. <laughs> that should be interesting. Well... First, I'll go in terms of plugs, because I alluded to it, Kyle, we're going to record High School Slumber Party together, and we'll be talking this film as well, so if you guys listen to this and you're not sick of Almost Famous talk and you want more of the high school film talk, hop on High School Slumber Party. But we've been doing such fun, fun movies lately. I'm going to tell you what we have, if everything goes as planned in September. So we just had, I mean, we ended the summer with Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and a Goofy movie. Wow. Wow. Almost Famous, as I mentioned. Same day as this comes out. Then we have Fast Times at Richmond High. I wanted to do that Cameron Crow thing. And I was like, let's keep it in the Cameron Crow family. We're going to talk about Say Anything after that.
1: Damn.
0: Then, Joey Lewandowski, if everything goes well, will be back. And we'll be talking The Babysitter 2, a sequel to a film we already talked about earlier. And that's coming out on Netflix soon. Then, I don't want to reveal too much, but the last one I'll say is after that... There's a new chess movie coming out with John Leguizamo, who you know I love. And you, you Kyle, you could probably guess who my guess is going to be for that one.
2: Um... What's, that guy? what's the famous chess player bobby name? fisher
1: yeah
2: <laughs> toby mcguire nope <laughs> toby mcguire it, it's none other
0: than our good friend john harden and that film's called critical thinking so we got a lot of cool movies coming up in high school Slumber party but first and foremost almost famous and kyle of course foodie films
2: yeah foodie films check it out guys doing the whole we're getting we're getting close actually i need to check it out because of the new system i think some of when i did like a handful of videos, those were counted as episodes, but I think they didn't transfer over with our new uh f- system that we switched to with the cage. Oh, so you percent. might need to renumber, so I might need to renumber. But point being, we are getting close to we're definitely in the 80s, if not the 90s, so getting close to the 100th episode. Um, yeah, so just the we've got our movie episodes, we've got our first cut episodes, had a couple of. Great interviews, great conversations recently, so check it out. Cut it out. It was, it was a good cadence. And of course, <laughs> check out all the other fantastic podcasts, all part of the Cage Club Podcast Network family.
0: That's me, that's cageclub.me. Um, <laughs> so Kyle, uh, your your, uh, your line is actually from this film, right?
1: Oh man,
2: yeah. Just, you guys just stay on cool <music>
1: So thank you, I believe in miracles Since you came along